We are still a, a very pro Jay-Z podcast. So, uh, you know, I make it my goal until we get that title sponsorship to, to look for appropriate Jay-Z songs to bump in with. And I think this is one right now because it was all good just a week ago. Yeah. It was all good just a week ago for Jesse Smollett. <laughs> it was all good just a week ago for Bob Kraft. It was all good just a week ago for Robert Kelly. Well, maybe not. It's been longer than that since it's been good for him, but close enough. <laughs> but yeah, I had to bump with some Jay Z a little bit. Are, are you, we have Kim? Are you a Jay Z fan? I'm a huge Jay Z fan. Okay, that's good. You know, the Rock. <laughs> are you a Beyonce no, fan too? Definitely, but I was a Jay Z fan first. You know, uh, Reasonable Doubt is my favorite album. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You see, you see where I'm going? I see yeah, that. I see that. I'm here Kendra with you. Spirits over here. Yeah, like rap, rap. I like rap, rap. <laughs> <laughs> Bars matter. Okay, okay. See, we we if we keep this crew for maybe a couple more shows, we can get the title. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, everybody pro Jay Z yes. right now. So Shut so up. let let's keep Jules off the podcast for a couple more months. <laughs> Oh, we can no. bring it back in when we get See that bag. See what happens when you're sick or you don't show up to work. Somebody <laughs> slides in your spot. <laughs> now nah, we love all our female co-hosts here. Uh, but let, let's get into the introductions real quick. We're going to talk about everything we just talked about in a minute. But first, let us introduce the podcast as we always do. My name is Ryan Rocket. I am joined by my boy, the man as always, Figgy, man. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Chilling, man. Been a crazy week. Yep. <laughs> crazy week for news. We got a lot to talk about, man. Yeah, yeah. I see the dress coming in nicely, man. Yeah, yeah. I took them down. had them French braided to yep. the back. So I took them out, let them breathe. So, yeah, they, they coming around. Are you going to get it dyed again or are you just going to keep it like that for a while? I think I might get it dyed. I might dye the edges. Okay. But um, I don't know. I got options. Get so. the Odell look going or something? Uh, yeah, Odell-ish, <laughs> Honey Badger-ish. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, do something like that. Okay. Yeah. And also joining us for the first time, uh, somebody me and Figgy are both familiar with, works yes. with us. Um, sidebar, Jasmine could not make it this podcast. She is out of town right now, um, gallivanting with her friends uh, in, some, in Vegas on a bachelorette nice. party. So it's good she got some time off and, and got to chill with people. But the show keeps going. <laughs> so we brought in our good friend. Do you go by a full name or just Kim? I go by Kim So Major. Kim So yeah. Major. So major. Okay, That's you can't have by. an alias on the. Uh, well, we call Jules Jules. So yeah. oh, fair I mean, enough. We okay, got Kim okay. So Major. You know, okay, the, it's the middle and the last name. You know, I like all my my full thing. Okay, so <laughs> but no, we're but I, you could call me Kim. Like it's straight up Kim. Okay, so yeah. Kim So Major joins us. I, I'll, I'll use the Thanks whole for tag. Having me, guys. Yes. yes. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about yourself first before we get into the topics. Where, where you been? You, you told us where you came from, but tell the audience, where do you come from? What is your interest in music lies? Who are your favorite artists, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so um, of course I work here with you guys at Entercom Radio, audio engineer, on-air yeah. personality, um, yeah. what technical producer. Uh, so yeah, and then all my background is marketing promotion, so I work a lot with rap artists, hip hop artists, R&B artists, urban artists um, in the city and also like around the country. I do NPR marketing and then I'm also an editor. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting over a code, a uh, magazine editor. Okay. okay. So if you've ever heard of Hip Hop Weekly magazine, you know, like mm. that's just a little something that 
I spend a lot of time doing. Okay. Yeah. You gonna slide in the mention for the Gems and Juice podcast? You know what I'm saying? I got to. Mm-hmm. Y'all send me the logo. I'll put it up on the website. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, we're in the middle of renovating that right now, but yeah. we'll send you a little something. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's get the banner up there. Tell yes. everybody to tune in. Now I got to mention too. You was a um, deep or ordinary personality mm-hmm. for our old station, right? Hot ninety five seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was on air nights and weekends. That's dope. Yeah, part-time. So it was really good. It, it was like when they switched the formats, I was so like devastated. Yeah, like, that what? But luckily I stayed with the company mm-hmm. because yeah. normally when they flip a format, everyone is Everybody gone. Everybody gone. So it yeah. was me and like Sarah Pepper and like one other person that we stayed. So yep. I was like, thank you. Like <laughs> shout out to Laura and Gavin. Um, I mean, Ryan. I don't know why I always go so far back. Uh-huh. Shout out to Ryan because they let me come back to the AM side of broadcasting because Literally, like HR was calling me, like, um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm like, no, 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 hold on, I'm coming to your office. Let's talk face to face. So that kind of saved my butt. Okay, that gotta be the scariest call. It to was, get. it was like, because in the morning time we heard like the click, 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 and of course I knew this was happening because I had been in a situation before where they flipped. So as soon as I heard it, I just put my clothes on and came to the station because I was like, they're about to fire me. Like, I got to get to them before they get to me. And I was literally in the elevator coming up when um, Jana called me and she's like, Kim, hi. No, you was. I was like, wait, wait, don't say anything else. I'm coming to your office right now. And I was like, listen, I've been with the company almost 10 years. I do X, this, that, that, that. Y'all can't let me go. She was like. I have to talk to Laura. I'm like, I already talked to her. So, like, let's bring her in the office. Let's do this right now. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I was coming from out of town. I was driving back from Cleveland when it flipped. So the group message was going crazy. Like, what? They just uh, hot. It was was heavy. Yeah. It was heavy. um, Yeah. And shout out to my boy, Chris Campbell. Yeah. He um, he just got on air like two days before. Yeah. He had just got on. He was so excited. I was hurt for him too. He was was pissed. But he's doing great now. Oh, yeah. He's doing great. He got his own show. Yeah. He's fluent, baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. So who are your favorite artists and what what is your favorite genre of music? Um, Wow. I'm I'm a hip hop head to the fullest. Um, my favorite artist, it wrote it like three. it rotates like Jay Nas. Okay, I mean, <laughs> and I have to put somebody new in there, like like new new. I would probably say like Twenty One Savage. Okay, um, I would say in that like Big Crit. Um, okay, you know, definitely. Are you a Drake fan? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he makes hits for sure. You know, yeah, I, I rock with Drake. Who won you know. the ba- the beef? I was just about to Drake. say that. Oh, push push a T. Okay. Yeah, push Fair a enough. T's hard body. Yeah, and his album it was amazing. So I kind of feel like he did get snubbed on that Grammy thing, but I'm happy for Cardi. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I I don't know if I would give a uh, push a T the Grammy over Cardi, but I think Mac Miller should have won that personally. But oh, why? Me. I don't know because he passed away. No, because I thought the album was better. Okay. Like, I listened to the album in full. Like, I can go back to that. Maybe it's just me being a guy. Okay. But I, I couldn't go back to that Cardi album after I listened to what it. What about Nipsey or... Nipsey? I mean, I just I'm feel like there was, a, a, there was quite a few. I mean, me personally, I feel like there was quite a few artists okay. in that category. Sound like you were hating on a successful black woman. Absolutely Latino not. Woman. No. You putting down your own woman, Afro-Latina. Folk. No, we from the same tribe. <laughs> You heard? Nah, You're only I love allowed it. To be happy for Cardi B, okay? No <laughs> negativity from a woman, right? No, we don't drag each other around here. It's all about women empowerment, okay? Yes.
Okay. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about. So we will try to keep this under four hours because uh, usually we do go long on this podcast. But there's so much stuff that happened this week. I almost don't know where to start. But I think we will start and let me pull up my theme song for things like this. We might have to use it a whole lot in this entire episode. But a lot has gone down and we need my theme music. Might just have to have this on loop the entire show. For real. Because a lot of people got into some legal trouble, especially the last few days. (laughs) So let's break down the biggest story that happened uh, probably until Friday. (laughs) Jesse Smollett. Okay, now we've been talking about him for weeks now. We talked about the story when it first broke the alleged assault. I said from the beginning, I'm not taking credit for this because a lot of people doubted his story and his telling of events. But I did get some Jasmine Barn type vibes from it. Yeah, you told me about it because yeah. I, I just read from the reports and people was like, oh, that's terrible, blah, blah, blah. So yes. I kind of went with it. I'm like, damn, kind of shed a little tear. Yes. And when you told me that, I'm like, wow. So um, I started digging deep a little bit and I see where you was coming from yes uh so he alleged that he was assaulted by two white men wearing red maga hats and he alleged it was a hate crime this happened late at night in chicago um when it was freezing cold outside now to be fair i didn't think he staged it i thought he had he got his ass whooped and then just was so embarrassed about it that he made up a story about people beating him up. Mm. But he he went through lengths. He alleged that these attackers poured bleach on him and put a noose around his neck. Now, uh, a lot has happened. Uh, the cops had been very vocal about uh, reporters had been saying they the cops had doubted the story. Um, they, they, they followed tape. They found tape of, people who they suspected might be the assailants. Um, and, and they eventually found two men from Nigeria. Well, they're not from Nigeria, but they have Nigerian roots. They were born in Chicago, I believe. There were also, one of them was an extra on uh, Empire. They found these men were purchasing bleach <laughs> and a rope and a ski mask and gloves. They bring them in for questioning and... It, they released them the next day, seemingly. Mm. A few days later, the police announced that Jesse Smollett himself is now a suspect for disorderly conf- conduct, for uh, staging a or, or filing a false police report. Now, the walls start closing in quick at this point. <laughs> uh, people start doubting his story. People start openly saying that he is probably lying and made a good portion of this up. Now, Jesse Smollett went on Good Morning America. He did did a a whole press run. He called himself the gay Tupac. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) He did all this stuff. So um, a few days later, the cops basically round all this evidence up. They officially charge Jesse with disorderly conduct. He turns himself in, and he gets damn near OJ-like coverage when he turns himself in. They follow around his SUV with the helicopter. Wow. <laughs> and he gets mugged by all this media and et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure if you're listening to the podcast, you know what was happening. So I'm not going to go over every single detail. But that's the gist of it. 
Okay, now the popular opinion now is that he staged this attack because he was unhappy with his salary and he wanted more attention, I guess, in social media. He he apparently sent a letter to himself <laughs> saying die fag or something. Wow. And with that the letters cut out of a magazine. Yes. Yeah. And he that did didn't, that? Yes, he did. Uh, there the police are alleging he did oh that. Oh my goodness. Because he did show a letter that he supposedly got. And that came afterwards. And yes. he was saying that's the re he was trying to say that was the reason he um I guess I, I want to say say um, he staged the attack. They were saying he staged the attack because the letter itself didn't get enough attention. Yeah, but they're saying he set that letter up too. That was a fake. Yes. Oh no, yes. there's some psychological issues that yeah. he's definitely dealing with. Allegedly, he paid three thousand five hundred dollars to these men in check form <laughs> to stage this attack on him. And I think they were supposed to leave the country. They got caught. And now the chickens are coming home to roost for <laughs> one Jesse Smollett. So what was y'all's... Kim, let me get your opinion on the first. Because what did you think when you first heard this story? And don't retroactively try to be like, well, I doubted it from the start. Just be honest and say you believed it if you did. But how do you feel about it when you first heard it? And how do you feel about him now that you know what we all know? Yeah, I definitely did not suspect anything. I was very sad and upset like everybody else. Like, this is unacceptable. It's a hate crime, you know, like, but I was concerned. Like, I was wanting the police to come out and, like, immediately and do a press conference. That's one thing that I did, like, mention. But it wasn't like I ever thought he was lying. I just thought it was weird. Like, only celebrities were talking about it. Yeah. I was like, where's the police? They need to get a sketch artist and let's find this guy. So I was confused on that. Um, but yeah, just seeing all this stuff come out, it's very disturbing. So I think that he needs help, to be honest with you. I think that there's some serious psychological issues. Anybody that would, um, you know, especially in that position where you have, where people on the outside could say you have a, you know, better position. You know, you're like up there, you're on TV, you have all access to all these resources and money. Like, why would you do that? You know, it's like. It's very sad. Yeah. And yeah. He, he he's already started the uh, addiction thing. I, I, TMZ reported that he apparently told police that he has an untreated drug problem. Oh. So I think that's where he might go if yeah. things really turn south for him. Yeah. As far as in like to gain pity, like a pity yeah, party. And he probably yeah. does have a drug problem. I mean, he's mm. in Hollywood, but. Right. Yeah. That's his reason. But mo most Hollywood people don't admit that drugs are their problem that's yeah. like actually meant they like things that they feel like they need yeah. and actually it helps them like yeah they don't see that as a problem at all yeah we all do a little coke now <laughs> Ain't no big deal. yeah i never tooted up but <laughs> <laughs> figure what you think about it man um it, it was crazy like uh, we talked about this a little earlier when this story first broke i didn't even know who the guy was so yeah I wasn't even interested. I I, I never seen I never seen the episode yeah, oh, of Power. Oh, I love Empire. It's Empire. Oh, Empire. 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 Yeah. Empire. I keep it's Empire. Power. I watch difference. it yeah. yeah, religiously. <laughs> yeah, so um I never seen an episode of it. So I didn't even know who the guy was. So I kind of kept scrolling, but a lot of people was posting saying how bad that was and I seen a bunch of people from the LGBTQ pretty much promoting it like, "Hey, yes. this is a problem in America, blah blah blah." So I ended up checking it out. I'm like, "Damn, that's that's really messed up. And, you know, I'm thinking it's about to be a race war if, if somebody doing that. 
So um, we ended up doing the podcast, the ESG and Rocket Show, and um, I kind of didn't know the the real story, the full story until Rocket told me. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess pretty much long story short, you said it was it was kind of fishy. So once you told that to me, I'm like, wow, like that that kind of do make sense. So um, I started digging a little bit, and I started seeing a lot of people saying the same thing and um you know you gave points saying you know uh chicago was i think it was like below 40 degrees yeah the beginning of the polar vortex there which the it cold, got really cold the coldest right. day of the yeah. year or in years or whatever and um he was going two in the morning to get a, a sandwich from subway yes and when he got attacked he kept the nuke around his neck yes Oh, so wow. a lot of that stuff was like, huh? That makes no sense. Yeah. See, and, that's the thing. If police were involved, like that is not going to happen. Like, <laughs> I don't. That's yeah. so weird. He, he he alleged that he kept the noose on to uh, preserve the evidence, which yeah. I don't know any black man in history Ever. that would just keep a noose on his neck until the cops come. Yeah. <laughs> so the, now, the part that really got me was, um, I guess the cops asked for his phone records. Now, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but if I'm attacked or if my loved one was attacked, I'm giving up them phone records. Yeah. Like, we trying to figure out who did it. So when I when I seen he didn't want to give up the phone records, then I knew it was something because you don't want to find your attackers. Like, they trying to investigate and see what's going on. And you don't, you you'd rather not give up your phone. So um, that right there, I'm like, nah, I think he... I think he full of shit. Yeah. So it just kept going and going. And um, yeah, now we here, man. I, I never thought <laughs> from the beginning I ain't think it was it would end up this way. Yeah. Where he's arrested. Right. So it's it's it, to me it's it's real shocking. Yeah. My I did have a friend though, honestly, what um cuz I'm in the media so I don't pay too much attention to that type of stuff cuz we always report stuff. So I really wasn't delving into the facts. But I did have a friend early on that was like immediately like he's lying mm-hmm. and Lee Daniels is involved. This is for, you know, <laughs> I was like, girl, shut up, you know, but she had some valid points. But now she's like, see, see, I told you, I yeah. told you I spotted it. Like, it's like, wow, I just I don't like to think, of you know, think people I guess the worst yeah. of people. And or, every, you everybody know. liked this guy, too. It wasn't yeah. like he was hated in the public. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. It just is very shocking yeah. that someone would actually do that. I think that is, is sad. He has some real emotional problems. And that's the and that's the first re that's the number one reason why I thought it was real. Yeah. When um I kept seeing the reports, I'm like, damn. Because I I, I never thought in a million years somebody would set something up like that. Like even to Nancy use the Pelosi. race card, the, mm-hmm. yeah. the gay card or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a- I ain't think anybody would do that. So yeah. that's why, you know, that's why I was it was hard for me to think it was you know fake yeah even nancy pelosi um put a statement out like on twitter and was like what happened to jesse smollett and our yeah. nation is you know is attack on all american people and like she deleted it no everybody everybody yeah, got caught jumping out the window when yeah. this was first reported yeah. kamala harris had to issue a, a statement uh, a, a lot of people who initially were talking about how what a tragedy this was and how outrageous this was had to walk back and apologize and basically say, you know, if it's true, 
<laughs> Which at this point, I mean, the, the, the all the dominoes that, are falling. Man, yeah. yeah, it's a bad sign. And uh, also the show Empire, which had previously stood with Jesse throughout this entire thing, even when people were expressing doubt about his story. They're saying that they're still standing by him, but they have written him out of the last two episodes of the season. So even they have basically washed their hands of him. I'm sure he'll get like killed off screen in the last <laughs> episode or something. And that'll be the end of him. Cause I don't think he's going to be working for a while. Right. Yeah. Uh, so let's revisit uh, Jesse's Jesse's a uh, 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 good morning America interview real quick. It's only about a minute long, but I want to revisit this part just to see how it sounds knowing what we know right now. Um, I don't know. Let's just hope that they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's. let's Good actor. Crying and everything. (laughs) I was talking to a friend and I said, I just want them to find them. And she said, sweetie, they're not going to find them. Oh no this shit! Doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> Angry because it's not even being a good so I'm actor just be on left here. Left here with this, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just gonna be left here with. It's good acting for Empire. With <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So they get to go free and go about their life and possibly attack someone else, and I'm here to left with the left with the aftermath of this bull. See, he was That's already talking cool. like they were never gonna catch these people. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so. I understand how difficult it will be to find them, but we gotta. I still want to believe with everything that has happened. A word. There's something called word, Jesse. Word. He knew they was gonna be out the country at that time, so. Right! (laughs) Tell him, Funk. Never, ever said nothing about him. (laughs) Fucking lie! Damn right. And I know Joe Budden used that drop. I don't care. It's still classic. But, uh, yeah, exactly. You don't own that shit. Uh, so yeah, that's any, anybody have any other, what, what do y'all think is going to happen to Jesse in the future? Do you think he's done? You think his career is done or do you think he can bounce back from this? Uh, I, I think his career is done. I'm not sure if he's going to do jail time. He better have a damn good lawyer. Yeah. But, um, I don't see nobody else working with him because of this. Because it this got a lot of attention. Yeah. It's not like just in the black community. I've been seeing a lot of white people, you know, going in on this situation. So I don't see him getting another job right now unless he redeem himself somehow. But I think far as his his acting career, I mean, what else he played in? Uh was he, he was on a show with all his siblings. When they were very young. I can't remember the show, but he has like seven or something. I think it was like just the seven of us or all ten of us. But it was some show. It wasn't maybe two seasons, but maybe in the 80s. And uh-huh. him and his journey, Smollett, Jesse Smollett. And they have all these like Joss, Josiah. Like I remember like seeing it real young. Okay. Yeah. He was in, was it a TV show? Yeah, it was a TV show. Uh, A Little Piece of Heaven. I don't think that was it. I don't know what this on our own in the nineties, the Mindy. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I don't see anything don't, like that, but. but Empire was definitely his biggest breakout role. 
Um, but yeah, I don't see, you know, I want to say that he can redeem himself. And, you know, I feel like after time, people forget about stuff. But you brought up a good point. The fact that people might not want to work with him so that he in Hollywood, he easily could be blackballed, even if yeah. like the forgiveness is there and like, oh, I decided out of mind. We don't care. So much stuff has happened in a year. We'll forget about this. But in Hollywood, it's like, oh, if once you're blackballed, you're really blackballed. So, yeah, yeah. it's the only way he can do it is. He got to go through this drug program. He got to really change, like, he in the be public eye. He Justin Bieber's yeah. um, preacher. You know, that's who he got to be with. I think, I think, Repentance. And, yeah, and I think that's a slim chance. Yeah. But, yeah. It's going to be tough for him. And I really wonder why he felt the need to do this. Because it seemed like he was getting fast-tracked to superstardom at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been, he, he met Obama. He had pictures with all these high-level people. You know, he he was appearing on CNN as some kind of activist. Like, he was being set up, even if it wasn't going to be a successful actor, he was going to be in the media in somehow, some yeah. form or fashion. I just feel like he got greedy and wanted super clout suddenly. <laughs> and they, unfortunately, the easiest way to get that now is to be a victim. You know, to come out and victimize yourself and say something happens, so everybody takes pity on you, and then everybody wants to root for you to succeed. So mm-hmm. if this actually did happen, he likely would have headlined a movie by next yeah. year. He would have yeah. starred in the movie. People would give him a chance on yes. a lot of stuff. Then he probably should have started with his real truth because something did happen to him. <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of times, that's just my opinion, I just mm-hmm. feel like a lot of times with, like, there's been sexual trauma well like yeah i just now feel that way okay I, been exactly as i feel like that i feel like a lot of especially gay men gay women who mm-hmm. have been had children all of a sudden now they're gay i feel like it all stems back to some type of sexual trauma so if he would have led with the truth and been transparent that would have been a stronger message yeah. than to try to falsify this you know wolf crying wolf yeah and, and i think it, it would have even worked better if he just said, hey, two black guys recognize me from Empire and jump me because I'm gay. Yeah. Now, not only would that might have worked, I don't think the cops would have tried this hard to find <laughs> out wrong. who attacked him. Yeah. If it was just like how much black on black violence in Chicago, honestly, that's just like every minute of the day. <laughs> yeah. Some dude gets beat up or stabbed and killed, probably. So I doubt they would have tried that hard. But the fact is that he... <laughs> blamed MAGA people that he said it was white people. Suddenly you have other interests that might be interested in seeing him proven wrong. You might yeah. have Donald Trump want to prove him wrong. Yeah. They might've gotten extra resources to mm-hmm. find out w- who actually did this. Mm-hmm. So if he just played it and said like, I would have hated him thinking anything, yeah. but I think where he messed up just thinking from his mind, I guess yeah. if he wanted to do this right, he shouldn't have blamed it on Trump supporting white people because the cops are more racist (laughs) and they they will actually get to the middle of, you know, alleged white crime if they think it's fake. Right. So but we should have kind of knew because it's funny. (laughs) One of the comedians was like, like, 
Trump supporters don't even watch Empire. Exactly. So why would they be like, are you with the Mag- this MAGA, MAGA country? It's yes. like, There's what? There's a lot of black people that don't watch Empire. <laughs> yes. I ain't, like, yeah, like I said, I ain't know who he was. But right. him being recognized from a black person is highly, more, a lot more likely yeah. than anybody recognizing him from the show and being white and being a Trump supporter and wearing Racist. a MAGA hat in the middle of the cold right. at 2 a.m. in Chicago. Yeah. What a noose. Yes. It's <laughs> it just ready to go knew, with this stuff, too. They knew he was there like right. I mean they just ha- happened to have the noose and the bleach on them, them. like how how did they know and it's random in like Chicago <laughs> too right because it wasn't like he was in South Carolina exactly Alabama right Georgia yeah. yes. it would have been more likely or here hell, in Texas Houston, yeah. Yeah. he should have had humble. he should have been right there up in humble <laughs> he should have had Lee Daniels direct this maybe he could have helped him out a little bit made it a little bit more realistic but then again he yeah, maybe not because <laughs> the movie's ridiculous too now I ain't gonna lie um, I kind of felt some type of way seeing white people go so hard and dogging them yeah. I agree yeah because you know it's one thing where um, you know somebody one of us do something we kind of you know turn them apart like if Kanye doing something stupid mm-hmm. we, we all call him stupid but I feel a certain type of way when white people go super hard yep. on this yeah, person like definitely. they want him under the jail I find myself trying to defend it a little yeah. bit. Like, wait a minute. Like, it's other people that did this, too. Y'all ain't had that same energy. Absolutely. So I kind of have a little problem seeing white people white people go extra hard. Yeah. People, They're now trying to act like hate crimes never happen. Yeah. And they're all lies made up by black people. Right. Mm-hmm. So, of course, people always go to the extreme. Yeah. And, and, and it just, it, this doesn't symbolize anything. It's one nigga lied. Yeah. That's it. You got people like, Tom, what's her name? Tommy Lauren. Uh, uh, Tommy Lauren, yeah, Bye. yeah, you got her talking about it. Like I yeah. had to mute her, man. Yeah, of course. That's no. the f- no, not me. I actually blocked her on Twitter. Okay, that was the first time I ever blocked somebody. Okay, because I wasn't following her, but a lot of people, people I follow mute, mute, mm-hmm. retweet her and stuff. That's right, because you got the six ten people on your mentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think, I think you're one of the good ones, but all these other, yeah, oh, I, I think, can't stand them. Yeah, <laughs> I think the final straw with her was um, she was saying some shit about Kaepernick. Yeah. About the whole collusion and the the case, or right? Whatever. Because they, white people want to think want to say racism doesn't exist anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, of course, hate hate crimes. What is it? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Like, no, yeah. it's it's not it's not it's not doesn't exist. Yeah. But I I do feel like it goes both ways. I feel like black people would take like for example, if that Jasmine Barnes story ended up being true, black people would act like suddenly white people are just attacking black people for no reason and we're under attack and being terrorized and nobody is safe anywhere you know and, and then but when it happens true, on the other nah, I, I mean it could be in some places but i don't see it you know my everyday life i don't fear white people i don't fear going anywhere and then being shot at or anything i, I might maybe i should if i go to school <laughs> or something but I don't I don't fear racists coming after me just because I'm black. But there are some people who will make it seem like that environment exists in like real life. Yeah. And it really doesn't. But black white people do the same thing too. like with this case. Now they're going to be like, well, anybody who who gets jumped by a white person, they're lying and this and that. So we all tend to go to extremes whenever something like this happens. And we all need to stop. Yeah. Some of the funny tweets I seen was somebody made a tweet and said, um, y'all missing the bigger picture. Um, this whole this kind of stems back to people being attacked anyway. So 
they want us to like disregard the whole him faking the attack. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, I understand people, gay people are attacked. Yeah. Black people are attacked at times. But we know try. that a yeah. whole club got shot up. Yes. I mean, a man walked in and killed yeah. 24 gay people, you know, yeah. at the club. So we know it happens. We've but, seen it. Yeah. But don't try to defend what he did by yes. saying, oh, yeah, it's a bigger point than this. Yeah. And now they're acting like, oh, you're going to believe the cops now? <laughs> yeah. I've seen that too. Well, I agree <laughs> with that too because yeah. that's what I said. Because I'm like, I don't, even from Laquan, I'm sorry, I'm not riding with yeah. Chicago PD. I mean, they're corrupt. Anyway, minus Laquan and anything, it's very corrupt. They'll find what they want to find when it's convenient for them. So, yeah. But, I mean, I do feel like it goes back to Jesse not being able to produce results. His story mm-hmm. didn't add up. So, of course, it's a detective or someone's looking into it. It's like, well, what, why? Well, you know, so they're going to keep on probing and keep on probing until they came up with the truth because it just didn't make sense Yeah, to begin with. It just didn't make sense. And see, the cops never said anything until it got deeper, though. Yeah. Because I, I haven't heard anything from the cops. It was well, more of... there were a lot of statements being leaked out because I followed this thing pretty closely because I was almost certain that it was fake. Like I said, I didn't think that he staged the whole thing, but I was almost certain he was lying. So I followed it pretty closely after you know I started having doubts. I followed the local reporters and they started leaking out statements saying anonymous cops are saying they don't believe this actually happened. They're saying they don't believe this. It was very for a, a case involving authorities that, in, especially involved a, a, a celebrity High of some level. sort. They usually keep investigations like this under wraps until the investigation is completed. But a lot of stuff leaked out. A lot of random cops, I guess, were saying, talking to reporters and they were reporting about this. So it was more transparent than that. It wasn't like they just kept radio silent and then all of a sudden said, hey, he's lying. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think he's going to do some time. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he'll he'll somehow beat the case. Um, He'll have high level legal representation. He might claim insanity or something because of drugs. Yeah. Mental instability or something. Because, I mean, all all it is is filing a false police report. But if he goes in front of that grand jury and continues to lie with them, that's perjury. Yeah. So he could, you know, I don't think he's going to lie. He, well, he, he is still maintaining his right. innocence. It's, yeah, okay. so if he so goes in there and continues that. He would have that, to basically plead guilty and just admit that he did it. Because we know and, the two Nigerians have already yeah. told the whole story. Yeah, apparently. Because <laughs> they immediately let them go. So yeah. they probably snitched. Yeah, and they know what store to get the videotape from. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of so, fucked up because they got the money, too. Yeah. $3,500. So, I mean... I don't they know. Got they, they got their part. So they did. And it's that's that's yeah. and the thing that that tipped people off too was apparently that he was going to file a complaint once he heard they caught somebody, but then they found out like who it was. He found out it was the two brothers and then he didn't want to anymore. Mm. So I think <laughs> that really did make people know for a fact that okay, he was affiliated with these people and he knows. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Um Nothing really else to say about that, except he lied. <laughs> so, Funk, take us out again. Lied! <laughs> Never, ever said nothing about him. <laughs> Fucking lied! <laughs> nobody, wanna, nobody wants to tell the truth. Damn right.
<laughs> so, I need to get my uh, theme song ready again because we have another. We've all day. Uh, until uh, this other thing with Jesse Smollett. Well, until well, what was the biggest news? Who gives a fuck? R. Kelly's in trouble again. Yeah. <laughs> now. I think Jesse is very, very, um, I don't want to say happy women got abused, but happy this happened on the day when all eyes were on him in an otherwise slow news day. Because not only did uh, R. Kelly get in show, Bob Kraft did too, and gave him a little bit of a breather. <laughs> but let's talk about R. Kelly first, because, and I know we put a moratorium on R. Kelly and said we were done talking about him. <laughs> But to be fair, we said unless something big happens. Yeah. Because we debated R. Kelly on this show for about a good month. I think <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. No, it might have been longer than longer that. Really? Ever yeah. since the, uh, the podcast the, came yeah, back. Before mm-hmm. the documentary. Oh, yes. before. Yeah. Okay. When he made the song, we talked about it. Oh, that yeah. weird song? Yes. I never even listened to that. I did. I just I was like, to it's the whole thing. Bunch I did too. Of I did too. Man. It's in that case. <laughs> well, well, but to be fair, you said that Jesse might have been abused as a kid. True. R. Kelly admitted he was <laughs> right, abused as a sick. kid. That's why so, I said he's in yeah, that case. Exactly. But we have to, yeah, I'm not going to say respect him, but still. Let me let me get to the story first. So, <laughs> R. Kelly was charged with, I believe, let me get the 10 counts of aggravated assault or aggravated criminal sexual abuse. And these involve four women, three of them minors. And this occurred from 1998 to 2010. And I believe this might have been linked to the video that was uh, sent to CNN. A video, I don't think it was recent, but it was a, a it was like video a with a yeah another woman alleging she was for a girl alleging she was fourteen years old in the video. Um, sexual acts that uh, resembled the ones in the other mi- uh, mixtape sex tape <laughs> <laughs> were uh, reported. And now he has apparently turned himself in. He surrendered to police Friday night. So uh, his legal team is, of course, uh, alleging that he is innocent, as they're going to. (laughs) But um, it seems like the writing's been on the wall for R. Kelly for a while now. And after that documentary came out, I don't think a whole lot of people are surprised that this is now coming to light. The question is, will he beat it this time? Now, to get all the facts together, his label dropped him, so he does not have label support. Uh, We don't know what his finances look like, but we know he does not own any of his music because he said he doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what his tour money looks like. I know he's been banned from certain cities such as Philadelphia. (laughs) So I don't know what his tour money looks like, but what do you think is going to happen to R. Kelly now do y'all think he'll beat the case again? And just what do you think is going to happen in the near future concerning Robert Kelly? Um, I don't think he's going to beat it this time, man. I feel like I feel like society dropped the ball years ago. Yeah. So this time, I'm I'm surprised they got all of these charges. I um I thought it was going to be on some tax shit. I thought he was moving smooth, but um. I'm really shocked they got that video, that old video from, what, 98, 99 or whatever? Yeah. But um, 
I don't think he gonna beat it this time, man. I think I don't I don't think he had the money to fight long like this. And um yeah, I don't think he gonna I don't think he gonna beat it. I don't know how long he gonna um how long his time gonna be. Yeah. If he, you know, once he do go to jail. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's about it. Kim you being a lady, but also probably an R. Kelly fan in the past, definitely. like a lot of women were. Yeah, definitely. How, how do you feel about this whole thing? Sick to my stomach. I feel like he is a just a trash ass person. Like he definitely is sick, and it's the fact Fucking pedophile that, rapist. Yeah, exactly. He's a pedophile. He's like, especially with the kids. I'm like, okay. All right, you're tricking out groupies. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about a 14-year-old girl and, like, the mind manipulation over these young girls that you know are weak-minded. You know, it's like pimping or whatever. It's sex human trafficking. It's just disgusting. But the thing about the new um, case that's coming, I think someone from his team is actually cooperating. They're the one who sent the video in. They were in possession of the video, and they're actually corroborating that it is him. It's a clear version. So what's different than the 2002 case that he was cleared on in 2007 is that these witnesses are actually going to go ahead and testify and say, whereas before they couldn't get that girl family or them to admit like she was involved with it. So, you know, but I, I think now with, it's just, it had to have triggered some stuff like people watching it. I don't know if someone was like, that happened to me. I've been quiet all this time. You know, so now let me say it. It's just, it's just disgusting. I think he should, (laughs) I don't even know. It's just like, there's a special place for like pedophiles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a a special place for people who like constantly try to trick the system, beat it. It's like, oh, now you're just on the cusp. So instead of messing with like young girls, you're going to mess as soon as they turn 18. You know, so now, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I'm going to beat the law. Chicago it's 17. Okay. Now I'm going to be here in or Colorado, or whatever it was like 17 years old. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to only be in Colorado with the set. It's just so crazy. Now, and I hate to be that guy, Uh-oh. but I think I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. Cause I wouldn't do that. I'm yeah. not trying to see younger girls at all. I don't understand that, but that has happened a lot in Hollywood yeah. in music. Jay Z did that to Beyonce. Well, my my dad did it to my mom. You know, he was exactly. my my dad is like seventeen years older, and I remember one time he was like, "I seen your mom at fourteen. I'm like, "What?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like when your mom was fourteen, I was like, "Wait, that's my crazy." Mom, you was like, "How?" You were like twenty seven or twenty nine. <laughs> like, what's going on? He's like, "I waited," but the fact that you had that thought, yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like. But you're steady. You know it's wrong at this point. Like, R. Kelly, I feel like it's a different animal because he knows it's wrong. He's trying to... It's not natural. It's not like, oh, some love stuff. Like, even I feel like uh, Yoko Ono and John Lennon or, you know, they was a huge... But they stayed together. They were married. My grandfather, my grandma had 14 kids. There was a huge gap, but they were married and stayed together. It's like that love thing. You're talking about, like, your, your actions are driven from lust and a sickness. That's different. Yeah. I mean, are they all that different, honestly? Yeah. Like, I'm sure R. Kelly loves these women. No, not to have them (laughs) in a room shitting and pissing over a bucket Uh, where they can't come out and eat. It's like a dominant, it's like a control thing because he's not in control of himself. So it's like, it's from a lust, it's from a sick 
place. I get you. His actions are from a sick place. It's not like healthy, like love. I'm I'm all for like go for what you know, but like. When you're hurting other people to, you know, that's kind of, that's not good. I think that's the problem with R. Kelly, too, because he go after the same type of women, the broken women. Yeah. Remember, he had a 30-year-old woman who came from, I guess she was a DJ in Dallas. I I wanted to slap her. I I didn't understand that, but. She was a groupie. Yeah. She was a straight groupie, and she thought it would be different for her and figured out it wasn't, and she walked out the house. she got stuck. Yeah, but she, she was able to walk out and leave because she had a little bit of more sense. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like guys who are um, and the two, I, I feel like it's nothing wrong with finding like a um, a girl that's seventeen or eighteen attractive type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a problem where you prey on these type of girls only. Like you don't look at nobody else. But she got to be sixteen, seventeen. I think that's a I think that's a huge problem. Yeah. So um, being. Being R. Kelly, I feel like he only preyed on teenagers. And weak, like you said, weak women who are broken. Yeah. Because he know yeah. he can manipulate and control them. Yeah. You know, it's like a dominant thing, you yeah, know, so. Te- yeah, he, he looked for teenagers who had broken homes, mm-hmm. for, uh, probably foster care, bounced around, and he, he grabbed those, or he either he grabbed, like, older women who been broken and don't know and uh, pretty much control them. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of people was overreacting to people like Jay-Z, who, who had Beyonce when, how old she was, like 17, 18? Yeah, no, nah, she was younger was she, than that, I think. I think she, when she was uh, 16, I think he was looking. At her? Yeah. Were they, were they, I mean, Diddy and Cassie. That I too. mean, it's like, I feel bad for Cassie because even though I always say this, I always, and it's not like they he forced her, yeah. but he took all her good, her years, you know, she was like uh, literally 17 to like 29. And but now, she still look good. Though. No, yeah. she definitely does. But I mean, I'm just saying like that time that you could actually develop a relationship and a foundation with someone who's going to be able to commit to you. Like Diddy was never. But the, I don't, I think Cassie actually cheated on him. Because I, I heard she was the with the bodyguard or something. You mean after the twins and after the other daughter that he had on that was, her? That was, look. Oh, okay. Look, if you're, <laughs> let, let's be real about Cassie. Let's be real about Cassie. If she never linked up with Diddy, she would have been a one-hit wonder. Well, she was the one-hit wonder. Yeah, well, true, but <laughs> we're still talking about her now. Right, because where, she's... Rather a, than, well, remember that, that one bitch that had that one song with Ryan Leslie back in the day? She wouldn't now, be in the position. She yeah, is exactly. Yeah. She was she was very <laughs> she was like a, a regular like I don't want to say untalented but she couldn't sing. Let's be no, honest. she, she was couldn't like J-Lo. sing. She was like a she broke, was a broke ass Sierra basically. She kind of sing. But she was trying to get another like J Lo popping or whatever. Yeah, and moved her into the house. You know what hey, I'm saying? Man. And you know she could have left anytime it's she cool. wanted. Right. There's rumors about Diddy anyway. But so. what I'm saying, right? But what I'm saying is like that's my whole thing is like regular women. Like regular, we have issues. Call, we yeah. have issues with regular dudes and leaving yeah. them. You know, never mind someone who actually has power and um, fame. Like you know, so that kind of thing will. That's why I said with the woman who was a groupie with R. Kelly, it's like she probably had regular boyfriends that she had struggled with leaving after they did something to her, or, you know, commitment issues or whatever. So you put a successful celebrity in that, and you're just gonna take more things because you. So you're desire to mm-hmm. be with them so much and have that type of lifestyle it kind of jades you because regular relationships we get jaded and stick around for all the worst things anyway yeah yeah 
So do y'all think this case is going to end up tearing the black community apart? Because nah. we already saw it uh, uh, with the the documentary itself. It was crazy. The docu-series. Yeah. There are a lot of lines being drawn <laughs> in the sand. On the ESG and Rocket show, we saw some of those lines as well okay. with certain guests we had on. Okay. Um, there are men and women, to be fair, who are strongly defensive of R. Kelly. They are. And believe that these women are either lying or were groupies anyway and put themselves willingly, willingly into these positions. Disgusting. And there are others who view them as victims and R. Kelly as a predator. And I think this case could have the potential to tear apart families. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you said families because um my cousin on Twitter when this documentary first started and you know how people was going in she was the one that was defending it. She was like, "Oh, y'all act like y'all never wanted the older guy before." Yeah. And Is it right though? We were that's, misguided. That's I, I, I I feel like I was misguided. You know, that's what I yeah. seen. But was it right? Was it somebody should have came and told me, like, you're 14. You shouldn't be trying to date this 22-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. Somody yeah. should have told me that. But nobody you did. Listened. But, but, you wouldn't have listened. But, no, come on, Kim. I would have. Come on, okay, Kim. I needed that. I <laughs> but, needed that but mentorship. Re- but real talk, I felt like that's, I don't, don't want to say that's not normal because it is a, a 14 year old you know like might like an older guy might like somebody mature but i think it's a problem when that 22 year old or somebody older is looking for only teenagers so i think that's where the problem come in that i don't think i don't think it's a problem that you know young girls are attracted to an older guy because we always lie i remember lying about my age i remember putting tissue yeah. in my yeah. bra yeah. i remember you know all that type of stuff but it's like for a grown-up to take advantage of that i'm young and immature like for them to take advantage of that that's not okay you know but i was blocking many people arguing <laughs> online mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people that i actually thought i like i was like oh okay this is oh, okay cool because i have a daughter mm-hmm. so yeah i don't care you can't tell you can raise your child to tell them but they're going to go do what they want to do so at the end of the day those moms really be like oh well you they should have controlled them you can only you're not going to be with your kid 24 7 you're you know kids misbehave you don't know and kids, what kids they're going to are- do you can't you know, they're going to disobey you, but you can't pick. Well, if they disobey, it's going to be this and not that. And no, kids it could be anything. Sneaky. Kids Very. are really sneaky. Yes. If they want they a guy. They lie to your face. Yeah, they, they know how They'll to get find out a of way. Something. Yeah, they'll oh, skip yeah. school. They have a way all to the lies, up. everything going on. So, I, yep. I, I mean, I feel bad for those parents for yep. sure. And everybody yeah. who was trolling me on Instagram or whatever, fuck you. Because <laughs> my opinion is my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of people make it seem like it's so easy to just grab your kid and go. If your kid don't want to, you know, R. Kelly had them kids kind of brainwashed. Absolutely. He, yeah. If them kids didn't want to. You know, if they want to be with R. Kelly, they're not going to listen to you. And the woman he has now are saying they're okay and they don't want to go back. Exactly. They ran away. So, yeah, even though, like I said, you know, it's all part of R. Kelly. And that's that was his that was his that was the thing he did. Yeah. But what can you really do? You can't I mean, you can't really blame the parents on that part. Now I do blame the parents on the ones that was taking these kids to, to the, the shows. concert and letting yeah, them go trying backstage. To, trying after. to get a, trying to get a record deal with R. Kelly in 2016. Right. No, so I, I didn't understand that either. Yeah, that's the part I had a problem with. But you can't really blame these parents if their kid is just going wild. And, and their daughter's still missing, Azriel. 
really uh, yeah she's still missing to this day yeah they haven't seen her in like three years yeah i mean she's not really missing she just yeah, don't want to don't want to go home yeah Damn. But I don't know if it's don't want to go home because if you're being held under duress, if someone has incriminating evidence against you, if you were coerced to sign documents that incriminate yourself, incriminate your family, they could very well be thinking they're just sacrificing themselves for the safety of their mom and dad. If they leave or try to do something, oh, these men are going to come kill their parents or these videos of them doing all type of sexual explicit things are going to come out and embarrass their family. They could really, you know, be thinking it's just better. I'll just eat yeah, it but up. We, we, have to, we have to be fair. A lot of some of these families did just pimp out their kids because they saw a chance for success. They saw a chance that they might be able to get an Aaliyah. And I think they they sold out their own kids. Like okay. we saw this happen. And I think I'm not saying this was the case for everybody, yeah. but I do think that definitely happens. And I do think we could see that happening even with the people we know, mm-hmm. you know, so I know a lot of bad parents who would probably do some crazy shit like that, but I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is, this is going to be a very, very rough case for social media. I think it's going to tear people apart. <laughs> Are you still playing think, music from him? No. Uh, well, okay. We've talked about this. Yeah. We've I, talked about this. I stopped playing it. Okay. I, I, I stopped like not because, uh, you know, it's wrong, but, I just don't hear the music the same now since that documentary. Yeah. Facts. So it's not it's not like oh yeah, stop playing it, blah <laughs> blah blah. I just don't hear it the same. I don't hear you're not alone, the Michael Jackson song. I don't hear that the same anymore. Oh, for yeah. the lady he gave yeah. the Age ain't too. nothing but a number. I don't even know why that song was even out <laughs> around yeah. that time. Like you, you can't make a song like that in 2019. Yeah. So a lot of stuff. I'm just like I kind of cringe a little bit. What about like step in the name of love, happy yeah. people? Because I was at a Super Bowl party um, and they started playing happy people. And I was like, turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> Going crazy. They're like, you can't tell these people what to do in their house. I was like, well, I'm leaving. Let me go because I'm about to go. We don't play R. Kelly around here. And it was uh, the homeowners were uh, a woman, a black woman. And she's like, he still makes good music. I was like, uh-uh, no, I'm, I can't deal with yeah. you. We got it. We got to go. She's like, it's like a drug. His music is like a drug. It's not. It's not a drug at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the funny part about this whole situation. A lot of women been going at men like, oh, yeah, y'all, you know, y'all supporting the rapists, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But they supporting R. Kelly. But, but it's women a, are selling it's a out lot his of shows. Yeah. Yes. He making all this money from the shows. Yes. And it's not a lot of men going to the shows. It's a yeah. lot of women. Exactly. And those same women say, oh, well, he, you know, I ain't giving up R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. So it's just kind of shocking to it's see sad. women, you know. I worked on an R. Kelly tour um, in oh, 2000. Wow. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. Confession. I was, I, I sold his merch for him in three, like three shows. Mm. Um, mm. Dallas. a predator. I did. <laughs> oh and it's God. sad because like it literally was um, like 2015 or something, 2016. Mm. Yeah. And I remember seeing that girl that oh, the man. girl from the cage, she was there. Like mm. I remember seeing her and then watching their surviving. I remember because. I was. It was so funny because even then I was like, usually I've worked tours before and you meet the artist, you meet the team, but like we didn't meet anybody and it was separate. It was all segregated. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember seeing her sitting there by herself, like kind of like, you know, down. But then when she was on stage, I was like, whoa, she turned up. Like mm-hmm. this is my, I thought she was like just an actress. Cause I'm like, she turned on for the show, but like she's sitting there just like real, 
Damn. You know, I was like in shock, but I'm like, wow, I shouldn't have done that. But and what were you going to do? We all did, I needed yeah. the yeah. money. We, we all did that. <laughs> exactly. I needed the Everybody, money. Yeah. But yeah, but now to think about it again, like I knew it was wrong because even like, because for a while he had stopped doing all those songs. You know, mm-hmm. I remember going to a concert and they were like, well, he's not going to do the songs. And yeah, like, he was like a gospel rapper right. for a while. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we don't care. We still love him. And this is after the tape, mm-hmm. you know, after all that. And it's like, oh, then he started doing those songs all over again. And I remember that one tour, it was like super explicit where he had the ladies like grabbing on him. Like, yeah, it was literally, it was at Jones Hall. He did Mm -hmm. it down at Jones Hall. So it was like more intimate. He let like all these women on stage, like literally grab him, touch him, Mm. like literally groping him. It was really explicit. And um, I was just like, wow, he's back. He's back to his old ways, Mm -hmm. you know, just thinking like, okay. Let, I had no idea he had women in a dungeon, but okay. Yeah, TP2.com came out. It was those panties, <laughs> the p- Black Panties tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a Black Panties tour, and that okay. that was all the merch. A whole bunch of, it was full of women. Full of crazy, screaming women, hot and heavy. It was nuts. Yeah, I can't believe you, Kim. You, you, yeah, I know. you worked for a predator. <laughs> and I got the merch. book. Exactly. Probably and still I was got like, his t-shirt somewhere. I, I, it, I do. Yeah. I think I gave it to my kid, too. Oh, like, man. Sucks. Man. Could have been the next victim. Kim. No, Come no. On. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like, no, I'm a total hypocrite. You know, like, because I'm thinking about this stuff, and I'm like, wow, like. But you know what? It, I mean, I, I guess it's better to know now. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got the information now via the documentary. So I guess it's better than, you know, than like dismissing a documentary. Yeah. So at least you know and you can kind of make your right. stance. Yeah. But then again, we all saw the tape back in the day yeah. and people still bumped his music. But people of- still worked with him. So <laughs> you looking at me? It, it not, it's not just you. No, like but Lady Gaga did a song with him right. after all this it's came true. out. You know, he had a song with Ty Dolla right. Sign. Yes. And that's why yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah. You know, it influenced me too. Yeah, but like not. Yeah, yeah, but see, in 2019, everybody I know everybody know about Absolutely. it now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. no because excuses. It's crazy because my wife didn't even know about all of this until the documentary. Yeah. So I'm like, where the hell? Where was you at? Yeah. Because I always heard about the tape and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but people made jokes about it, which I kind of understand. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and on top of him being the best, he was like the biggest star. Yeah, I mean, super like time. he was a superstar. You know, like the music is like whoa, it's up there. You're like hearing these. And, it's like and no record labels didn't give a shit long mm-hmm. as he was you know bringing in money. So now don't nobody care. He not he not signed now, so ain't nobody taking up for him now. Yeah. So quickly on the topic of are you listening to his music still? I'm going to talk about this already on the podcast, but I am. Uh, There are certain reasons why I I'm not going to say it's okay, but I justify it to myself (laughs) pretty much. Number one, he is no longer signed to his label. So he is no longer getting paid from, let's say, if I play his music on Spotify, he is no longer directly benefiting from that at all. He just isn't. If you go to a show, that's different because that's putting money in his pocket. But if you stream his album on iTunes or Spotify, that does nothing for him. Number two. It doesn't? Even his publishing? I mean. No, he he was dropped. He doesn't own his music. He doesn't own any of his masters. But but he still gets money off of his publishing. He still gets money. He's a songwriter. He still gets money. He don't get paid for none of that. He, He came out and said that. 
He said owning your masters is different than owning your publishing. You think he owns his publishing? Oh yeah, he has to. He, li- oh, I mean, he, yeah, he has to own his publishing. He said he was illiterate and couldn't even read his contract. So if I'm dealing with a man who's illiterate, I'm definitely not giving him his publishing. If he can't even read the contract. And then he mentioned how he was struggling because, yeah, um, yeah his shows started drying up a little bit. Yeah. So I think, I think his shows and his merchandise was his only income. Yeah. But uh, aside from that as well, yeah. Um, and I've talked about this on the last podcast too. Uh, when I listen to R. Kelly music, I don't think about R. Kelly himself. It's more of a nostalgic thing for me. If I hear a bump and grind, I'm thinking about what I was doing in middle school when I had my first crush and that song first came out. You know, I'm thinking of a moment in time. I'm not thinking of R. Kelly and what the despicable things he was up to, you know. And also, the fact is, a lot of our favorite artists have scumbag tendencies. And if we draw the line at R. Kelly, it'll be like, okay, Marvin Gaye. What happened with Marvin? Tell me What happened? I can't handle this. Marvin Gaye <laughs> left his wife for a 17-year-old girl. And basically, she wrote a whole book about this. She was mentally abused. Nona? Yes. Oh, wow. She was mentally abused. He was he was just a scumbag to her. And he was, uh, you know, he was crazy in the drugs. He was always on coke. And he was very abusive towards her. Um, a lot of artists, I think, have these kinds of skeletons in their closet. And I feel like if you say, okay, no more R. Kelly ever, then where does it, okay, Michael Jackson, what about him? What about, like, we can't, like, we'll, we would end up just ruining music, honestly. Sadly. <laughs> Entertainment yeah. in it general. it sucks that they have to be like this. But mm-hmm. ultimately, like, I'm a, I'm a music person. And R. Kelly, no matter what you say about his personal life, he is top three, and that's being generous and uh, lowballing him because he's probably more like one or two. He is at least top three R&B artists of all time. And to remove his, to say I'm never going to listen to an R. Kelly song again, now I might not put it on repeat yeah. again and again, but to say that his whole discography can just be omitted because of who he is as a person is just a little too far for me. I can say he's a scumbag and at the same time enjoy what the art that he produced. The same way I can admit Bill Cosby is still funny and the Cosby show is still hilarious despite the fact that he's a scumbag. So I'm able to separate the art from the artist in all cases, but I understand if you don't, I don't judge anybody for not listening to them. I don't say, oh, you should still listen to it because who cares? It's good music. I understand no matter what you choose. But that's just what I've chosen, and it is what it is. <laughs> so, let's load up one more time our theme song. I think Kim looking at you crazy. No, no. she is. Yeah. I can tell. I'm she like, is. what? She is. What, what? I get your theory, though. I do get your theory. Um, but I just choose. I, um, on the other hand, I'm not able to separate what I know about him from the music. I'm just not, you know, where I was certain artists, I like, you know, drug problems, this, that hitting somebody. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just too, it's just too, too vile for me to separate. So I'm trying to think of something that you really care about a lot. And if you found out something about them, like you would just, (laughs) let's say Jay, you found out Jay-Z had sex with an underage girl at some point. 
Yeah. Would you say I'm never listening to Reasonable Doubt again? Yeah. Really? I feel like that. Yeah, I would. I feel like that's just too vile for me. Like, like I said, in the way that it just has been carried out through over well, 20 years of this type of predatory style. It's just yeah. it's just too much for me. Like I can't even with Michael Jackson, I I don't listen to him anymore. Like I just That's don't. Crazy. Like yeah. I don't and I think like I have so many like nostalgic memories like Michael Jackson is one of the reasons why I got into music. Yeah. Because watching all those tapes on BET and taping Donnie Simpson and all this stuff, like three, four years old, like seeing this type of stuff, like, oh my gosh. You know, it's like, mm mm. But I can't, like, I would not send my kid to his house. Well, of course, of <laughs> you course. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but, I, but see, I'm question, good. go ahead, Figgy. I was going to say, I, I, I kind of understand with R. Kelly because his music, it sounds like he's talking about. The shit he did, like age yes. ain't nothing but a number and all this other shit. But that, all, he, okay, age ain't nothing but a number is not the typical feel yeah. of his songs, man. I, no, yeah. I get a it. A lot of the no, beep, it, beep, uh, you remind me of my Jeep. Like, a well, lot of this stuff is very. That's not underage sex is, sounding. But it's like. It's not. Masa- like, you remind me a, of my car because I want to ride it's you. It's a thread <laughs> of hypersexualism. So, all, like, all of the songs that jam to me are like hypersexual. So, yeah. when I think about R. Kelly and sex, I just think now. Nasty, vile, pedophile, sick. Yeah, he was kind of putting it out there, like kind of holding it against us, like, hey, look, look in plain sight, hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Now, far as Michael Jackson, I feel like his first two albums was Mm -hmm. like legit good. I I really ain't hear child abuse or some underage type shit in his music then. So it it would be harder to give up Michael Jackson. It just makes me feel weird because I always think about like it. Because no, if you hear, I love those, because if I, I hear a Thriller, songs. I'm not thinking like, damn, what did he do to the right. kids? I maybe maybe if it, maybe his earlier, I mean his later songs. I, I mean I ain't really listen to Michael Jackson later songs, mm-hmm. but I just feel like at the on that impact album, I'm not yeah. listening to it like, damn. He messed around with them kids. Yeah, no, it doesn't like his music doesn't remind me of those acts. It's just the fact that I feel like. It's like he it's like something's wrong there. Like <laughs> he's got it's like something wrong there. So just after this whole mm-mm, no, I can't. <laughs> That's tough. Michael Jackson, I, I, know. I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, I just he, can't. That's what, too much. what is Because I honestly I feel like if you give up Michael Jackson and R. Kelly you might as well stop listening to the radio. That's the thing. Like, there's so much they contributed. They like, like, like yeah. no matter what they did in their personal life. I, and that's my, to, going back to my point. Let's say something categorically came out about every single one of your favorite artists. Could you cancel all of them? Would you just stop listening to music, knowing how big of a music head you are? Would you just say, no, I can't never listen, listen to anybody I'll be listening to instrumentals like XXYZ, Clams, <laughs> Casino. Hey. You know, I'll be listening to electronic, hey. like, What if the producers came music? out and said, Southside the Metro booming? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so. OG Parker. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I'm just, it just makes me feel weird. I don't know. I feel like if I have that intuition, if that's the feeling, then I just go with it, you know? I respect it. I respect it. Like, I don't judge anybody who makes that decision. But at the same time, I just... Yeah, I, it's not an active it. band. I just don't play it like if as if I'll I play Prince, and I used to be like I'm real big Michael Jackson head. Yeah, but it's just like start thinking about it. Like what are the you know like what's what were they saying about him again? Like you know the little boys and because I didn't believe it, and I'm like oh no, you know like no he wouldn't do that because of the love that I had for him. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes to a point like am I just like 
looking at these people because I admire them and like letting them have passes, not really looking at the facts that are in front of me. It just made me, you know, think about that or process it a different way. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really rocking with MJ no more. Yeah. Like, because I, I, I can't it. say like, I, you know, I don't, I don't really think that. I, yeah. I, I get it. Because, but I just have a problem with people who try to cancel somebody like a fabulous for his yeah i definitely cancel him for his thing but then chris brown is like oh no he's cool Mm -hmm. you know he made mistakes yeah you know no i do i think it's different yeah a lot of people do that (laughs) they they cancel one person for one thing but then they love up the person they like exactly but did fabulous come out and admit that he has a problem that he needs to go to therapy and like did he, because he busted her tooth and then threatened, mm-hmm. you know, her dad. But you know what I mean? Like, did he come out and say, like, I have a problem? Because it's been, like, a long history with him beating Emily or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but but Chris actually, you know, because of maybe they forced him or whatever, had a problem, try to, you know, change his life. I think it's a little different. Yeah. I, I just think it, I, I just think it's then the age too like he was super young the, the, well the thing when well, you're getting into I th- here I think get, a lot of people just love Chris Brown though yeah. they, they like Chris Brown fans so they because a lot of people was blaming Rihanna for it I'm a mm-hmm. fan of I was I'm a I was a huge fan of Fabulous like a huge fan and like it's like wow like the thing what you're getting into now is and this is what a lot of people do now you're getting into moral judgment yeah. based on your own code what's acceptable and what's not right you make excuses for one person okay hitting somebody and abusing your wife is not that bad but uh preying on little girls it, it, i have to cancel that person right and now that's a slippery slope that will never end yeah because some people might think beating your wife is worse yeah. So and that's why I made that rule. It might seem like uh, how could you listen to R. Kelly still? But honestly, I I can't continually shift my moral judgment based off of who I like more, who I like less, and what I find more or less reprehensible. They're yeah. all bad. Yeah. So uh, my only Especially answer what is you to went exactly. So my only answer is okay. I can dislike the person themselves, but the art still stands. If I hear I wish. On my streaming app, I'm not going to turn it off and say, I'm not going to play it to say, hey, I support you, R. Kelly. I was talking to Jack Freeman about that on his podcast, too. I think it's one thing to, uh, like, rebelliously play R. Kelly and say, hey, we, we standing with you, R. Kelly. We standing here. Uh, DJ plays a, a whole album R. of R. his said, yeah. and says, free R. Kelly. That's one thing. That's being an asshole. But if I hear I Wish, which is a great song, a very inspirational song. Got me through a lot of times. Exactly. That's a hard ass song. I think we played that at my grandma's funeral. Like, you know, like. He's made a lot of inspirational, non sexual music. Absolutely. Amazing. If I hear that song, I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. I'll be like, look, this song's still good. (laughs) (laughs) But fuck his pedophile ass. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We'll wrap it up with that. Uh, Yeah, got to play that job. Fucking pedophile rapist. Okay, now, <laughs> and now that ends. Well, I'm not going to say we're not going to talk about R. Kelly again because he might <laughs> go yeah. to prison next week. So hopefully, so we'll figure it they out. They need to send him to Rikers. But one more thing for our theme song of the show. Okay, last but not least. Now, if you thought that would be enough for a whole week of fuckery, you were wrong because. Not only did Jussie Smollett lie about getting his ass beat, 
Not only did R. Kelly finally get what seems to be justice for what he's done throughout the entire T of his career, the owner of the New England's the New England Patriots has been charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution. Now, this apparently happened at a massage parlor in Florida. So he was getting cheap pussy. <laughs> and he is he is part of a sting operation in which will get apparently over a hundred people charged with something and apparently has involved up to a thousand people coming through these premises and soliciting prostitution. And Robert Kelly is the most notable that we know so far involved in this thing operation. Um, his legal team has come out and said, oh, of course, Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft, Robert, what did I say? Robert Kelly, Robert Kelly, my okay. <laughs> fucking RK's man, Robert, whatever. It's right. a bad day for Robert. Right. Yes. Okay. With a K last name. Okay. Um, Rob K. Yes. Uh, so this was like a, a kind of scumbag place. He said, uh, the, the police are alleging the average cost per visit for these services was fifty nine or seventy nine dollars an hour? Yep. So it was some shit we could have got right. Yeah, work regular ass people could have got this. So he has been charged. His legal team um, has uh, said he is innocent, and these are all false. The NFL said this is a law enforcement matter, but they will monitor it closely. And yeah, so of course, all the sports shows talked about this nonstop. Biggest story of the. Other day, yeah, in the sports world, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, seeing that you are a Boston native, Boston native, and Roxbury, fan Mass. of the Patriots, Masshole, Masshole, yes. how do you feel about these allegations being levied towards Robert Kraft? Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, first, and, go ahead. You know, I feel like it's old news because him. Messing with prostitutes has been a long thing that us Bostonians have known about. Um, and I just think that maybe it's some type of vendetta against him because he's hanging with Meek Mill. I don't know. But um. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> vendetta. <laughs> you know, because okay. he's over here dancing to Cardi B. And, you he know, is trying you to know? get prison reform. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So they're mm-hmm. like, wait, what's going on? But if you're saying that it's a whole sting and his name just got caught up in it, then maybe it didn't have anything to do per se with him. He just is doing some shit that, you know, he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. I don't really think it's that big of a deal, to be honest with you. I don't mm-hmm. think, I honestly, I don't. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to explain yourself first before I tear you apart. Yeah, it was no no explanation. I just, I view, maybe I view prostitution with the consenting adults differently. I don't know. I mean, it's legal in Vegas, so he's just in the wrong state. See, the issue with this and what makes it more sinister is that it involves sex trafficking. Okay, so I didn't know. Yes, okay, so it's with involves, underage. So, with like, so I, it, yeah, it's sex trafficking that means they're I against their will. I've not heard anything alleging that these women are underage. Okay. But they are alleging that they were trafficked illegally. Right, so they're which means in prostitution they, yes, camps or forcing them. Yes, okay. without their consent, and yeah. they are being forced to and they do was, it. Yeah. They should have just went to like one of those little um, you know, swingers clubs or whatever. You pay $60 to get in. Have sex with whoever you want. Should have like, paid an IG model like everybody else. Yeah. You know, I yeah, just do it the right way. <laughs> it's 2019. You don't have to do that type of stuff anymore. Hey, maybe you just want to go to the hood. You <laughs> just want something a little sleazy. 
Figgy, how you feel about this, man? Um, I was shocked when I heard this. Like, I, I'm not from Boston, so yeah. I don't know the scoop or nothing like that. But I was shocked for the simple fact that he was going to this cheap ass place yes. in Florida and uh, being open like that because they say they got video of him being in there. And so I guess TMZ trying to get that video. But once that video is released, I think, I don't know, I think it ain't going to look too good. But um, I don't know. I was I was kind of shocked because a billionaire like that, you would think he can just pay for girls yep. to come to his crib or go to a hotel or something like that. But um, I don't know. It's just weird, man. It was, it was super weird. Um, I wonder what the NFL is going to do about this because um, I felt like owners did less than this and got stripped from their team. Mm. So, um, so the uh, owner for the Carolina Panthers, he was pretty much harassing women around the office, and they took his team away. Well, like sexual harassment? Yeah. I mean, okay. So uh, Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm wondering, you know, somebody like this being charged with, um, mis- it, it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. It's misdemeanors. But um, s- stuff like this, especially if they, you know, if it's illegally and it's, if the women is like, I don't know, trafficking. I mean, it's all trafficking. Yeah, so I don't think it's a good look. I wonder what the NFL going to do about this. If if he keep his team and maybe do like, I guess, six weeks or miss six games or something like that, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just going to look super weird, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, I think it's going to depend on when the details come out, how bad this was. And how complicit Robert Kraft was in it. Now, if he knew this was a sex trafficking thing, if he knew these women were brought here against their will and he still participated in it, that's going to look a whole lot worse than, hey, he went to a massage parlor and just bought some pussy. Right. Honestly. That's what I was. That's what I took it as. I didn't know. The yeah. whole yeah, I when I was like, oh okay, you know that happens. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, yeah. they're 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 alleging this place, and I'm all massage parlors that do this kind of thing are usually complicit in this sex trafficking, bringing women from overseas, mm. don't speak English, don't know what they're getting into, and suddenly they have to jack an old man's dick. Oh god! So <laughs> do they? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's. I think it will depend on the details. There's a tape out. I'm assuming this might leak. I don't want to yeah. see it, but it might leak. Yeah, so apparently it was like an undercover yeah. there and oh. got Robert Kraft on video. Yeah. So that, man, that's that's ugly, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, there's a lot of those places in Houston. They usually get shut down. They got the same place, though. I think it's a, um, whatever. It's called the same thing? Yeah. They okay. Got, they got a location in Houston. Want to check wow. it out after this? I can see what's up. Uh, cool. 89 bucks, man. Shoot, I get paid next week. We can make it happen. Y'all could just go to that little club, right? On that little side street. They what have little this club little on the side street. It's like a little club. You just pay $60 to go in, do whatever you want in there. Wait, what are you talking about? How do you know about this place? <laughs> so I've heard. I, I, so you so Yeah, I, you know, I told you I work with a lot of entertainers and artists and rappers and stuff. So I have to know about these type of places. Oh, you have to? Yeah. You it know. costs 60 bucks to get in and what happens? <laughs> I just do whatever to send them in. I don't know. <laughs> I would but, like to go you know, to I've one heard, of these I've, places just I've to see. heard it's a really, it's a rush. And, you know, it's like excitement, like just to have 
non-committal sex with someone. Is it like no a strings. swinger club or what? It's just like open. You know, it's um the sexual community or something like that. It's just like okay. an open, so like a free glory space. hole. I don't know what's a glory hole. <laughs> I never heard that. A before. glory hole is where you go somewhere and then put your dick in a hole and somebody sucks it on the other end. I don't know. I've never been in there, but I've just heard that <laughs> it is like a free sexual experience. Okay. And, you know, you just pay to go in and you can have sex with some random person and then leave. I would imagine these are like mainly gay attended. Yeah. That's my only thing. Yeah. There ain't going to be no fine women up in there. Hell so, no. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. You think you think there would be? Do you know, know any? I'm, Why are you being mysterious, Kim? There's no myster- mystery on the Jim and Jeeves podcast. <laughs> you have to be forthcoming with all your information. I have been. Okay. So who do you been, know? Who, I haven't who? been inside. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't yeah. say who I sent there because I signed a non-disclosure. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I yeah. go ahead. I, I, I was I was just gonna add on. I was gonna say I don't think it's no fine women in there. I think the fine women are bartenders, yes, or strippers. Yes, they get you in there, but don't do anything. Mm. Yeah. They probably give out the flyers <laughs> if there Possibly. are any flyers. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's all I have to say about Robert Kraft. Uh, of all the stories, I honestly cared about that the least <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I don't know. He's old. I mean, whatever. Uh, but. Um, we have some other things to get into, but first, um, I know we said we retire the, uh, what a bro knows topics. What a bro knows Kim is where we talk about relationship things. Nice. We stopped for a while. We said we would stop because, uh, we don't really get out there like that anymore. I'm single, but too busy to date. Same thing with Jasmine and Figgy is married for like a girl he's known for eight years. Okay. So there's not a whole lot on our end that's new, but I did have a question I want to pose to y'all because I've been thinking about it. I don't think I've said this yet. If I have, please stop me. But I was thinking, cause I was at Walmart the other day and I saw a chick who was tall, like taller than me. And I'm a good six foot. (laughs) <laughs> she was probably like six three, <laughs> but she looked good. But I was wondering, like, could I date a woman that's taller than me? Because at first I was thinking, mm, who cares? I'm not insecure like that. But then I was looking at like how it would look when we're walking around. She we're heels. trying to, ki- yeah, she's in heels and she's super tall. She got to bend down to kiss me. Uh, <laughs> We, you, so you feel would that emasculate you? I don't know. I'm ask. I want to present that to the present company here <laughs> because I'm wondering. I don't. I didn't think it would at first, but when I saw that tall woman, I was thinking like, if we walk together, I would feel kind of weird because usually I've I've been taller than every woman I've dated. You know, and that's easy because you know women are like what five four five five on average. But this one was a good six two six three. She could have played center <laughs> in the pickup game. <laughs> we deferred to her. But uh, D up on you. So Kim, would you date a man shorter than you? Uh I probably would not. It's okay. You know, oh, I man. no 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 no. See, the thing man. is, like, I would I would date because I'm like a serial dater. But I probably would. No, I don't know. I probably wouldn't just be like something or someone like I don't 
think I would be just like drawn to it. Okay. But, you know, but I'm not like the type of person like you have to be, but my natural thing is a taller person than me. Okay. Yeah. Taller or bigger. Mm-hmm. So let's say he was a cool five nine. Yeah. Would that be doable for you? Yeah. How okay. tall are you? I'm like five four. Yeah, okay. so, you know, okay, so he's, five, oh, six, and that's good. As, okay, so you're shorter. I, I didn't even notice that. But let's say he's as tall as you. Like, y'all are both 5'4". Would that be cool with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be fine. Let's say, like, 5'2". I mean, I have <laughs> to like, keep my flats on. I'm 5'3". Okay. Okay. So, would you date somebody my height? Let me see. Would you date up. Figgy? <laughs> now they're standing up and comparing. <laughs> y'all look about the same, honestly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. I have fun. <laughs> Everybody, um, yeah, just, but I, she'll be taller if she wore heels. Yeah, though. you got to wear a platform, right? You know, I don't know because I'm <laughs> definitely like shoes. not into emasculating anyone or like I really am big on like gender roles. Oh, yeah, that's so good to hear. yeah, so I probably just wouldn't, I don't know if I would feel comfortable. Okay, yeah, are the DMs open, Kim? The DMs are open, but Ooh. I don't check them. Why don't you check? Because <laughs> it's weirdos in the DMs. Like, so what? Could be your future husband in weirdo comments. I don't know. I have. <laughs> I. I mean, I. I check and see, but I don't. You know how where you can see, but then you don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. It. Yeah, like I'll look, and if you saying something normal, I'll respond back general okay. cool but if it's like some weird stuff i just keep you unread okay so mm-hmm. men out there kim so major at all <laughs> platforms she also cooks and cleans because she's in a gender roles i really am <laughs> and i good. i mean i don't know that's just this is how i think so i wouldn't want to be like because i don't know if he was cool with it but then you know you wouldn't feel the type of way like with a short man and you're with your friends and they got tall men no 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 because okay. love is love you know what i'm saying whatever that is okay a lot of yeah. people say that but <laughs> yeah no but I, it just wouldn't be something i'm drawn to but i feel like so if there was other things like personality we're fun we're laughing like okay hey, you got a big dick everything will be fine okay like, so he was like kevin hart with a big dick See, you know, Kevin Hart him. is small, though. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Hart is like five feet. He would have to overcompensate in other areas for you to date a shorter man, basically, what you're saying. Probably so. Okay. Because it has to balance. You know, it has to it has to balance out see, somewhere. At least Kevin Hart work out, and he kind of yeah. fit yeah. a little bit. So he's not like a short and puny. Yeah, exactly. That makes a difference, kid. too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like upper body a lot, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Figgy, I know yeah. you're a little bit shorter. Yeah. So, I, no shots I, at you. No, nah, I dated some tall chicks. So, how, how did you feel about that at first? Were you ever insecure about it or would you? I actually, I actually like tall girls. Okay. I, I actually like taller girls. At first, I was on this, um, I was at this stage where I would only date girls my height or shorter mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody like a little tiny girl. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I got the thing for taller chicks. I had a, the tallest chick I ever had was six two. Damn! Wow. And I'm only five three. Yeah. So, um, of course, it looked weird being mm-hmm. out, out and about, but it was kind of cool because I, f- I feel like a lot of tall girls, um, not all of them, but most of them have have a thing for shorter guys. So I, I was like one of them guys. Really? And, you know? Yeah. I. I ain't really discriminate on height, like oh she too tall or whatever. Okay, but yeah, I had a, that's interesting. I had a couple tall things in my day. Yeah, okay. I believe that my friend is a uh, five nine, and she loves she loves short guys. Yeah. Some of that might be that they're insecure about their height, so I think they go for somebody who they think might be insecure about their height, 
But I think a lot of short guys aren't that insecure. Like like you said, they overcompensate in other areas. They're nice, friendly, funny, work out a lot or something. And yeah. they've already gotten past that height complex. Maybe they yeah. like that arrogance that, to it, that yeah, confidence. True. Yeah. It, yeah, it's cool because you look at somebody like Kevin Hart. He he looked like he don't care. Yeah, you know what I mean he he don't care. He yeah, cause he rich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he kind of he kind of got that cockiness. Like, now, yeah, I'm short. So but when yeah. he used to talk about them jokes, he'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. running. Talking about you go get him, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I I I, I still kind of got the thing for taller chicks though. Okay. I, I, yeah, if I was single, I would definitely. How tall is your wife? Uh, she like my height. Okay, she like five three, but um. Yeah, I, I kind of like taller chicks. I, okay. that's I feel like taller chicks are underrated because a lot of guys, I feel like a lot of guys be a little intimidated by yeah. a tall chick, but I think they kind of slept on. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do certain things with them. It you is. You can't hit it from the back you better, like you, you want to. Climb that tree. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard because. You climb a tree? My, my ex was kind of, <laughs> she wasn't tall, but she was like as tall as me, and it was kind of awkward to hit it from the back. Because of how like she was arts, like she had to get lower than me for me to yeah. get there. So having a shorter girl, books or something. Man, uh, uh. Yeah, you better climb that tree, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He said, "Get, get with books. it." That's fine. Get some platform boots while you're hitting them. <laughs> Looking like George Clinton. A little <laughs> elevators. Yeah. Check yourself up. All right. Uh, what else? Let's talk about a couple more things tonight. Um, Michael Eric Dyson. Um, he is a political commenter. Uh, does a lot of speeches, and y'all know who Eric Michael Eric yep. Dyson is. Yeah. He has some controversial comments on uh, Beyonce in regards to Michael Jackson. And let's listen to them as soon as this fucking ad stops. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, let's go, Michael. Oh crap! What was that? Okay. The king of pop and the queen of everything. Mm. And my argument is that Beyonce snatched the crown from Michael Jackson. I saw him at his height. I don't know if y'all went to his concerts and saw him at his height, but I did. Not and he yet. was extraordinary. He was a genius. But what she's doing is on another level. I mean, nonstop two, two and a half hours. Uh, you know, what, you know that old thing that said that Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers were partners, you know, back in the day. And she did everything Fred Astaire did except backwards and in high heels. And that's what I feel about Beyonce, an extraordinary genius. She doesn't get credit for the remarkable way in which she changed the musical vocabulary of contemporary art. Like, I think she's a godmother for some of the mumble rappers, not in terms of content, but in cadence, that rap singing she did, uh, the way in which she changed the, the whole genre with a female-centered presence and then bringing her blackness along unapologetically, and then what she did at Coachella, turning it into Beachella. I mean, it's just... <laughs> phenomenal what she has done so it's a celebration of her genius and my essay uh, does that i'm already okay now we have had this debate on the podcast with a, f- a fellow female host but seeing as how it's emerged again and of course it got buried in between all the stuff that happened this week but i think it's an interesting debate to ha- a debate to have still so kim I know you have canceled Michael Jackson, so you are probably likely to say Beyonce. <laughs> but let's assume in some magical fairyland world that there were never any allegations against Michael Jackson and you could listen to his music freely. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with Michael Eric Dyson's comments here that Beyonce has surpassed Michael Jackson and what she does now? Mm, I wouldn't. 
Mm. I wouldn't say that, and I love I I love Beyonce, <laughs> but I just feel like it's a different impact. Like then Michael Jackson's impact, then like I just haven't seen that the way the effect that he has on people, the effect he has on generations of people. You know what I mean? Like Beyonce, she has it, but people are just not. That 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 influence is not the same way. So I don't know if it's a time thing because now we're so oversaturated artists and people are so accustomed to seeing artists. Um, versus back then, it's like I think people never thought they would even get to see these these entertainers. So that when they got around them, it was like so much pandemonium. But I just feel like project for you know project or the impact of the music is not as the same. Michael Jackson, I mean, he's he's up there. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he's up there. And B is, she's a gem. She's a she's a genius. Like she is the hardest working entertainer. I feel like period in music right now. Okay. Period. She's not Michael in your eyes. No, no. Okay. Mm-mm, no, not at all. Figgy. Yeah. I now agree. we are trying to get a title sponsorship. Yeah. So somebody right. got to disagree. Okay. <laughs> but what 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 is your take here, Figgy? What um, do you think about I Michael can, Jackson and Beyonce? I kind of agree with you. And I think I think it's two different times yeah. because back in the eighties, nineties, Michael Jackson didn't have all the technology that Beyonce have today. Mm-hmm. So with that, with that said, he did a lot of stuff that Beyonce is doing now to me. Mm-hmm. And on top of, uh, I want to add to your point too. I think a lot of social media is playing a big part of it too, because um, Michael Jackson didn't have social media. He had people actually going out there, going right. crazy. Yep. He had people standing around the TV just to see him moonwalk, just to see him perform. So um, I think with Beyonce, you got people going to the shows, but mainly I think you got a lot of people on Twitter, Instagram, and all this other stuff supporting the hell out of her. Right. And it just looked crazy. You, I mean, if you say anything bad about her, they, the Beehive Wills thing. Right, that cult thing. I mean, what Michael Eric Dyson was talking about as far as in her dancing and, I mean, she's an entertainer. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like it's so much mediocre stuff also, it makes it look like Beyonce is just so far up there. But she's doing what real... do. Exactly. You know, she is carrying on a tradition from like real entertainers, Diana Ross, all those people like putting on a show. That's what is supposed to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I think if Michael, I, I said this on the podcast before, if Michael Jackson was still alive today in this prime, he will probably moonwalk on the moon at some point. He, yeah, I think he still would have, he still would have that type of impact, even with the generation now, like with young kids, two, three, four year olds, like when you put it on, like it's magic. It's you can't deny that. I th- I do think in this day and age, though, like at his age, say for instance, I mean, I don't know how old he'd be today. Like fifty six. Yeah, if he was still alive today at fifty six, you'll probably have some trolling ass people talking yes. about say, oh, that wasn't good. He ain't he ain't better than Beyonce or. He ain't better than this person. Her paid fan but club. But if he would, if he had the technology today, I think he will had like some of the greatest performances ever. And I, th- I think it's a, um, I don't know. I feel like it's dope that we comparing his performances from the nineties, from the early nineties, to Beyonce performance of today. Yeah. And it's still kind of like, damn, I don't know, I don't know. So. 
I agree. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing else to add. Honestly, <laughs> I think y'all pretty much said what I thought. Um, I don't think she has that impact. The thing about Michael Jackson that is almost impossible to replicate is the fact that his music spanned generations. There were people that liked Jackson 5, Michael. There were people that liked 80s, Michael. And people that liked uh, You Rock My World, 2000s, Michael. So he spanned generations and had fans of all age spectrums. And there's that's something that no matter how dope you think Destiny's Child was, they weren't the Jackson 5. They weren't. And there was more towards women. To yes, exactly. So they she does not have and, and nobody can really replicate that that fact because nobody comes out and is that young and is that big and then continues getting bigger and bigger throughout their life. Facts. It's almost impossible. So that's not a knock against Beyonce. It's just something that's almost impossible that he did. And the Jackson 5 was a damn good group, too. Yes. People kind of look at it like, oh, Jackson 5, you know, yeah. Tito, Jermaine, blah, blah. It was a big no, group. definitely. So he could have ended his career right there. Yes. And, you know, Still been, been a superstar. Been in the Hall of Fame. Yes. But he went, yeah, he got bigger than that. Took it even farther. Yeah. So... Yeah, not a knock against Beyonce title sponsors. <laughs> We're just saying that, yeah, Michael Jackson, what the impact he had is hard to replicate for anybody. Yeah. Uh, rounding out things that happened this week, um, Space Jam. <laughs> Speaking of R. Kelly. This is bring back good memories for anybody. This trash-ass movie we try to act like it was a classic. <laughs> I never cared the for the Quad movie. City DJs <laughs> doing a theme song. Bugs Bunny having a rap song written by Jay Z on the soundtrack. Man. I was probably the only person that never liked this movie. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. I like actually I liked it a lot as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand if an adult, like if you're older and you watch it, you think it's fucking stupid. Do you think it aged well? No. No. <laughs> it's hard to watch now. It is. The acting is awful. <laughs> the acting is awful. Michael Jordan could not act. Nobody in the movie could act really. And it was a mess. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the new Space Jam. Space Jam 2 now has an official release date. Starring LeBron, Dick Riding Jordan himself, James. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James and Space Jam 2 will launch July 16th, 2021. So two years from now. I don't know why this was announced this week. Two years. Right. Yeah. Before. I don't know why they didn't put like some kind of pre-trailer. It looks like a badly photoshopped image they put out there. But whatever. I think he wants to get out the attention off the fact that the Lakers are underperforming right now. But whatever. <laughs> so are y'all looking forward to this new new Space Jam with LeBron? As much as I'm looking forward to, I got the hookup too. <laughs> <laughs> Master P is promoting the hell out of that movie too on Instagram. He got a cake. Oh, with he the- got another one. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, the hookup man. too. Yeah, he made a sequel to I Got the Hookup. Man, no, I remember I got the hookup. That <laughs> yes. was a bad movie. Yes, and this man. one's gonna be worse. <laughs> why do? You, why are you not looking forward to Space Jam too, Kim? Uh, I just think it's a reach. It's just. Did like- you like the first one? Not really. Okay. No. All right, cool kids over here, like too yeah. cool for Space Jam. <laughs> I didn't even like it when it came out. Not really. No. Yeah, I really didn't care for it. I I rather I rather look forward to um, coming to America too. 
And I'm not even looking forward to that. <laughs> Wait, is there a coming to America? Too? Yeah, they yeah. already announced it. Oh, that's yeah. what is Eddie Murphy involved? Yes. Oh, I can Everybody. dig it. I can dig it. Now that yes. that's James exciting. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a super classic and done the right way. But I mean, if a movie's not like a super epic classic, it's just like, uh, what's the point? And then it's so long. Yeah. I mean, I get it, like the LeBron James thing, so he might make it dope. Yeah, I don't know. It might be better than the first one. I think Especially it'll with be this technology. I think it'll be better produced. Probably. Mm-hmm. I think the acting will probably be better because I think LeBron has already been in some movies. Yeah, and I heard he did pretty good. I didn't watch Trainwreck, but I heard he was good in that. He will probably be a better actor than Michael Jordan. But I do think this movie is unnecessary. Yeah, it's kind of pathetic because it's almost exclusively even though Space Jam was a kids movie. This movie is almost exclusively targeted towards adults, I feel, (laughs) because no kids know what Space Jam is or what Looney Tunes are. (laughs) If you think about it, Looney Tunes were only big for like my generation was like the end of Looney Tunes. Yeah. If you're in your 30s, your early 30s, that was the last time when Looney Tunes were popping. Yeah. yeah my nephews like and niece don't know who Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd are. They Jaffy don't know these Dug. people. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. don't know. They know Teen Titans Go and Gumball and all that SpongeBob. shit. Yeah, SpongeBob especially. Pepper they don't Pig. know what Looney Tunes are. So, I feel like this is just another, you know, let's remake something that was big back in the day. And LeBron should be bigger than this, I feel. He should make his own movies. He shouldn't be dick riding a Jordan movie. He should be making his own thing. But, I agree. I yeah, agree. I agree with that. Is that what we got on Space Jam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wonder how the soundtrack's going to be. That's a good question. Because the soundtrack yeah. was pretty good. The, the, the Space, Space Jam, Jam soundtrack, soundtrack was great. Yeah. It had Monica, right. Seal. That was what I loved about yeah. it. So. The soundtracks are making a comeback. R. Shelley. Let's not forget. <laughs> I know. Let's not forget. We now, can't separate. It's funny. My boy Landry I mean, that said, was amazing. It was. Amazing. It's funny. Landry said um, LeBron already failed because he can't put I, could, I Believe I Could Fly in this mm-hmm. movie. Can't nobody remake it. So he said the movie already failed because you can't even play that song. And that song was a bit part of the first one. You gonna make I can fly now with the weekend or something? <laughs> I'm high now that. with the weekend. It will be, it will be a song that's yes. trying to be that. If they yes. would have to get the weekend, they like now, would. if they yeah. get the weekend, the song really would go off. <laughs> <laughs> or Frank Ocean maybe do a song. Man, if Frank Ocean comes out, yeah, I mean, where is Frank Ocean? <laughs> oh yeah, get all the gays up yes. in, in arms. Uh, what, what would they call it? Zero Dark Twenty Three, Take Flight or something? I don't know. Whatever you be saying but yeah that's all i gotta say about space <laughs> so i believe that is almost every big topic that we happened talk about tristan who tristan and chloe kardashian jordan woods Kylie's <laughs> bff can you break down that whole thing for me because i really don't i didn't pay attention to that whole story I, okay I so what happened so allegedly like jordan who is um kylie jenner jordan woods jordan woods who's kylie jenner's best friend of so many years since they were like nine years old. Allegedly, she was caught making out with Khloe Kardashian's baby's father, Tristan mm-hmm. Thompson. Yeah. Cavalier's so player. yeah, exactly. So um, this happened over the weekend at a house party. They said they were canoodling. Some people had seen them and then she left his house at like 7 a.m. 
and word got back to Chloe and Kylie and it was just like a big blowout. And apparently like Kylie is still trying to figure out all the facts. And I think Jordy, Jordan Wood, she just moved out of her house like yesterday. Okay. So it's been some days that she's still, they've still been around. So I just was wondering like, you know, why would she, if this is your friend, why would you do that to her? her family you know what i mean because she's she's basically like family mm-hmm. she's been a- around all of them like she was on the show right? yeah she's been on the show for years she's been on the show and I, they had their own show together too so mm-hmm. chris jenner has allowed her friend to even come in and make money off of their name yeah and they have a line together too a cosmetics line that they're supposed to be debuting um you know what i heard about that did you i don't know if you heard this what but they um i heard kylie is all, all the shit they got with that line, yeah. she got it half off, I guess. So people get going and get rid of Buy it. Buy it so, out, and they're not going to sell it no more. Yeah, it sounds like she's just trying to get rid of it all and be done with it. Damn. That makes that sense. Serious? Well, yeah, because <laughs> their sisterhood is stronger. You know, like, especially it's like the, but it's a huge betrayal thing. Like one thing, Tristan, he's been caught cheating she was pregnant when he was caught with the girl and doing all that stuff so that's one thing but like your inner circle you like your fam they're not supposed to do that like your fam and even she's young you know but a lot of people are saying that um the way you get him is the way you lose him so chloe was with him when tristan was with his baby mother if she was like six months pregnant people forget about that too Mm -hmm. because a lot of people was feeling sorry for chloe which i kind of understand but it's like damn he he left right. his pregnant fiance. Yeah, to you. go with you. And yeah. you had no problem with it. The same thing that you did with Lamar <laughs> when yep. she, you know, he was with his wife and kids, you know, so. Yeah. Had him strung out on crack and everything. Everything. <laughs> and then put those rumors out that, you know. But I, I just think that um, it's kind of crazy for the girl so so close to uh, the family to do it to be involved with it that's the thing it's like oh you got caught out there like you could have every, anybody i mean you live in this girl's house you yeah. don't pay rent you know what i'm sure all the benefits of having kylie jenner as your best friend mm-hmm. you have reaped so why would you do that like you have one job that's it fair enough i have two thoughts about that number one i think sisterhood is very fragile as it is I think there's a reason why it's called the bro code, the bro code and not the sis code or the sister code, because I don't think women ride for each other that much. Honestly, mm. at the end of the, like, as far as friends go, they do, I've seen women do some dirty shit to their day one friends. That is true. And I'm not saying men don't do the same thing, but I think we have a bigger sense of honor in that. Yeah. We, we feel worse about it. Yeah. Whereas women, I've seen some dirty shit happen between a close group of friends. I've seen women talk about each other crazy behind their backs and then act like they're the bestest of friends in day ones when they get together. Number two, I think Hollywood couples are well, Hollywood people and sports people are very incestuous. Not meaning they have sex with their family, but they have sex within with the, the same, same people in the same circles. Mm-hmm. So knowing this already, it doesn't surprise me. No, I agree. I felt the same exact. It's funny because I was telling one of my friends who's a big Kardashian um, like fan or whatever. But I was like this because even with the whole when um, 
when he did it when she was pregnant. I was like, oh, yeah, she's not going to leave him. Oh, no, she's going to leave him. No, she's not because this is probably something they already discussed. Like she are, she probably just was like, why did you make me look stupid? Yeah. Because these, this is the type of things that go on out there. So it's like even for Jordan to be public in a house party setting and feel like, oh, I can sit on his lap and do this. It's like, mm, maybe yeah. they had hooked up before. Maybe Kylie knew already. Maybe she prob- probably knew, you know, and didn't want anything to come out, but it came out. Do you feel bad for Chloe? No, I don't feel bad for her. She seems to be the only one who can't hold a man down. You know, um, well, you should look at who you're picking. I mean, yeah, that's pretty James, much. She did get the nigga the average eight points a game. Yeah, I mean, but she had James Harden. She had Lamar Odom. These were all-stars, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she she aimed down and went after a, a role player. And she should have <laughs> stuck with French. Lock him down. Yeah, I forgot they were together. Yeah. yeah, but he was just like the cleanup I, man. He was just like, you know. I think I think people who get with them is clearly marketing, especially Chloe. Oh, I definitely think so. Because, I mean, I know Tristan is a scumbag, but he knew what he was doing by leaving his pregnant fiance yep. for Chloe. He knew that would boost his career yeah. or whatever career he wanted. So I think I think a lot of people that get with any. Jenner or Kardashian is looking in the long run of uh, marketing. Them, but I don't know self. if that's true because who has really capitalized or made that like a priority for them? Like, look at everybody who didn't work out. It didn't seem like they wanted to be on a TV show. Yeah, I mean, it didn't not, seem like they wanted to be in that circle. But it's not just the TV show, though. I think just being like, look at Travis Scott. Yeah. He seemed like he never wanted to be in a spotlight, mm-hmm. but. He came up from it. He's yeah, in different he conversations. He Absolutely. Off of it. And, um, the same thing with, he, look, with Rihanna, though. He was, I think, I feel like all that was marketing when, yeah, when they had him, her. him with Rihanna. Cause that, he, she came up after that. Like, really, nobody knew him. Like, and then it was like, yeah. who is that kid like this? Da, I da, think da. Rihanna, Rihanna benefited more for that than him. I don't think Because she put out her best album after stealing his swag for the entire album. You don't think so? Mm-mm. You don't no, think, think Anti was, was her best album? I think that was all her, what, what she was going through. Okay. Because he was still trying to find himself at that time. Yeah, she got free right from that nigga, I bet. <laughs> yeah. She got free. She got that pipe and it yeah. inspired her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that yeah. could be something. But but she was clearly a super, a megastar already. Yeah. And him, you know, being seen with her, he caught, got into Cult, you know the culture of fashion and yeah, this so. and that and you know it's like made him this different type of artist the suburban kids wanted to listen to him he's not in the hood he's not a street artist he crossed over to mainstream because of that mm-hmm. i get you yeah. so i'd be trying to set all my clients up like who could i put you with what, you, what <laughs> we need to do <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny because it's not even just the guys trying to get with them like look at people like Black China. Yeah. Look at all t- you know, like a- speaking of which they broke up too, Soldier Boy and Black right. China. Got see- together and broke up in the same week. He, he said, said you just-, just want to see what the pussy felt like. <laughs> Why? Why? Black ocean. China yeah. of all people. Come yeah. on now. You know everybody done. <laughs> Somebody yeah. could have just told you when your friends probably already hit. I yeah. seen uh someone commented, I think it was like Nick Knack or somebody had commented on that picture was like Black China fuck more rappers than Birdman. Oh damn! damn. <laughs> I was like, damn. right, like, oh, okay, so we're back on that. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It's an evil world we live in. Damn right. <laughs> I didn't say that, Bird Man. You can find uh, Kim So Major <laughs> wherever she stay at. Okay. <laughs> Black boy. Uh, is anything else um, worth talking did, about? Did we talk about the um, 6 9 Um, so I, he's going to start snitching. I thought he already did, and we talked about it. I know more details could, have come out. I can't remember if we discussed the recent thing because I guess it's reporting that he is snitching. He's snitching on everybody. I thought we are. Well, I can't I, remember if we talked about I it. Think I think we did talk about it when we found out he was going to cooperate with the FBI. Okay. Um, I know some more details have come out as far as what he said, but I just don't care about it. Any Honestly, like we know he's snitching now. So the details of what he's saying don't really matter to me. People are making jokes, though, and they're saying he's snitching on Robert Kraft and R. Kelly and all this shit. (laughs) So, yeah, the the memes are funny. Trey Way. But um, I think it's looking more and more likely. Here's one thing I saw. People are now speculating he might not serve any jail time, which I thought might be the case from the get-go. Because I figured, honestly, he might have been an informant from the (laughs) get-go. Honestly, he might be being protected. The fact that he was getting death threats and then they brought him in after that. Yeah. Kind of. So they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, like an undercover officer who got made out. Yeah. So I I felt from the get go, he wasn't going to serve any time. He was going to snitch, say everything he knew, come back, uh, do a little, you know, one of gangster tour again and people will be cool with him again. So, so he's not going to be on witness protection. I don't know about that. He'll probably have the same security type of people he had around him, not Treyway, but he has security around him when he was trolling and doing all that shit. Yeah. I'm sure his label will provide that again. Mm. So I think he'll be all right. You think with him snitching like this, you think it's acceptable for the simple fact that people was, his team was taking money from him and somebody think- fucking his baby moms and all that stuff? You think it's, you think that he get a no. pass for snitching? Because that was like a big debate. Yeah, I think it that people want to say that it's against street code and all this other stuff, especially in hip hop. But it's so much foolery out there. It's like yeah. <laughs> no, at that point, <laughs> I can't no code. At right that now. point, I kind of understand. I'm like, man, I wouldn't take all them years for niggas like that who mm-hmm. was fucking my baby mom or that's true taking my money. Why would I stick to the street code then? Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before. Like, I have no, like, I would do the same thing. I'm not trying to go to jail. The problem I have with 6ix9ine now is that he hired somebody to go shoot at Chief Keith and then he snitched on them for doing it. Yeah. So it's almost like you set somebody up intentionally to get somebody in trouble because you went and snitched on them after you. Like, if you do dirt and then try to get somebody else to go under for your dirt. Yeah, I think that's like that's beyond just trying to save your ass, man. That's some snake shit for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I, I'm I'm not down with that. I agree. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't think he's gonna serve any time, but I think the I don't think he will be looked at a whole lot worse because a lot of his fans are probably like suburban white kids who don't give a fuck about any exactly. But I think like the Pretend. people who collaborate with him, his peers, will view him differently. I think um, I think people like a Kanye would still work with him. Oh yeah, but you won't see <laughs> Kanye. A, yeah, you won't see people like a um, 
a real street nigga like a yeah. Bobby Bobby Smurden. Well, he's in jail too. Yeah. yeah, you won't see nobody like that. You won't see a French Montana like a a street rapper that wants to keep that yes. that type of image going yeah. like Mayno or somebody. Yeah, you, know? you gonna DMX somebody. Yeah, but I I think you will see high end industry people. Some, oh yeah, because yeah. they already yeah. sold themselves off, so True. it doesn't matter at that at that point. They've already joined yeah. the Illuminati. As long as they make a hit, I don't yeah. think Kanye he gonna, don't care. He gonna make Watch the Throne too with Six Nine. Oh god, <laughs> yes, that hurts. I w- I'm waiting for that Watch the Throne. I wish they could just like mend it. That would be so happy. Yeah, if they could mend, I that. would be shocked if they. I would be too. Yeah, I, I would, would be, be shocked too. if they did it. Yeah, Watch the Throne too. That would be so great. Like the culture <laughs> needs that. Like literally, mm, we just need Kanye to make good music again. That's all I care about right now. Like I, I understand he's crazy and just gonna say goofy shit from now on. Yeah. I don't care. Y'all, y'all see that video of him rapping and um, Dame Dash yeah. was in the back. I think yeah. I did see that. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> excited. He always do that shit. He always yes. do something where you like, oh shit, Get the old Kanye excited. back. Put oh. out a record of Mad Lib and it's like, <laughs> oh damn, he back. Yeah, and he put out that trash ass Pablo. <laughs> Garbage, that whatever. You liked it. Yes. You like Life of Pablo. I love Life of Pablo. I love it. Name one song other than Ultra Light Beam you liked. Not oh, Ultra Light Friends. Beam. Uh, the first song on there, Beautiful Morning, whatever it's called. Yeah, I love Bless, Ultra Light Beam, Friends. Like it's, I love that track. I, okay. I, it's to me, it's a whole body, and then the fact that he kept changing it. Like I just was amped for that. That was okay. like hip hop history to me. Like, okay. like no other artist has ever done that. You know, like I feel like his genius is just like he's he's so out there. Even Dame Dash is so out there. Even with social media, people forget he had block savvy. It was a whole platform before Facebook, before Twitter. Like it was strictly urban. You build your little community talk network. And it's just, mm. you no, know, people don't give him that credit. So, yeah. So, so have you ever canceled Kanye from his Trump rants and all that shit. Yeah, definitely. Now, you like music wise, or just like yeah, I tell go off on Kanye all the time. I always tell him he's stupid, but he's just a genius. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I feel mm. like no, it's a difference between your opinion and your actions or whatever than like you hurting someone. You know what I mean? I like people were hurt by what he said. Yeah. He says slavery was a choice. Right. That's his opinion. He he says a lot of things, you know, okay. the same way he said George Bush don't care about black people like he and took the mic from precious Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this white beauty, you know, mm-hmm. like but at the same time, it's like it's a difference between someone like hurting like that's where I do. I do judge people like i don't mm-hmm. care i am judging you <laughs> and if i don't agree with the way you live in then i choose not to support you in that profession you know okay. what i mean like That's i'm fair. not gonna go to the dentist who freaking fucks cats and stuff like no i'm good i find a dentist oh you could be the best dentist have the best veneers i'm not gonna do it because i don't believe in animal abuse okay you so know? let's say r kelly never abused anybody <laughs> yeah but he just came out and said you know what? i really can't just i can't stand niggers yeah that would fucking be hate fucked up. i hate them all i only like white people and i only date black? white women let's say he said that but yeah. never abused anybody would you be like eh i still like chocolate factory yeah i do i love chocolate factory that's one of my albums but okay. i wouldn't 
I would not just be openly supporting of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Just like Chick-fil-A, you know, when they had those racist comments or whatever. It was, it was not racist. It was a uh, homophobic. Like, yeah, like, they had the homophobic. They well, supposedly, isn't that racist? Well, they wait. No. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so it's homophobic is anti-gay. I'm sorry, it's what racist is. Yeah, I guess it's not racist. It's um, I don't know. I think well, the the case with them, I think they were supporting somebody. Well, being alleged to support somebody's campaign, and their campaign was anti-gay marriage, right? Because they're a Christian base, you know. So. I love Chick-fil-A and stuff, yeah, but I don't just great. like go out like I used to and talk about it all the time, but I still go get me a number one. But I just go get me my number one and, you know, keep it quiet. Yes. Keep it to myself. <laughs> I just realized I fucked up because we usually talk about new releases at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, man. But I fucking forgot because I was so excited to get into Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the uh, Terrence Howard clip that when he was talking, he said that Jesse Smollett, first he called him Joshy, jo- Jossie, and then he said that he um, talked to Taraji P. Henson, mm-hmm. and she said he was a Pinocchio known for lying. Damn. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying he he need, he's like, I was friends with Joshy. And I don't know why, you know, he did this. It doesn't seem right that he would do this. But after talking to Taraji, she said he was a Pinocchio. He's he's lied before. So he's like, I don't know. You know, he lied on Empire before when she was kind of supporting him when it first happened. The whole I don't know if she made any comments, but everybody a, a single or something. Everybody with this show was making supportive comments at first. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they kind of had to. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you had to present a strong front when you're a, a people who work together. Yeah, but yeah, now things are different now. Yeah, but I digress. We usually talk about new releases at the beginning of the podcast, but we fucked up. I fucked up, so we'll get into it at the end. Really, only one thing that happened that was big. Offset finally released his solo debut album called "Father of Four. Um, it is produced entirely by Southside and Metro Boomin as features from Cardi B, of course, Quavo, J. Cole, and 21 Savage and Gucci Mane, which is an awful, awful verse. I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, Figgy, Kim, are you a, are you an Offset fan? I'm a Migos fan. I'm an Offset fan. I've interviewed them several times. Okay. Was I it like a terrible interview like it usually is? Nah, they always been cool with me. Well, 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 one one time I interviewed them, they did have an attitude because they were trying to go get some hoes and I was stopping them. So they was like rushing me like, man, could you come on, bro? Doing all this stuff. I was like, okay, calm down. (laughs) So, but normally they're pretty, they're pretty cool people. Who was the nicest Migo? Um, Takeoff. Okay. Yeah. No, but um, the nicest Migo I would say would Takeoff, but Quavo is definitely the most vocal. Okay. Like he, you know. Yeah, he's he's definitely trying to wrap get, it up then. Yeah. <laughs> no, he like he's like if you ask he's going to give the the legit answer and then take a uh, offset is going to give you an ad lib. We could be like we're the greatest. You know, he yeah. just says random stuff and then I'm like looking at take off and he's like, "Yeah, we're just trying to, you know, do this and you know, so." Okay. But now they're they're cool. I'm I'm a fan. Definitely my fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this album yet? It just released, so. You know, I haven't enough. heard it. I just, um, I loaded some stuff onto the website, but I didn't even get a chance to listen to it. Um, I think the one song that he has, I watched that video. But I actually think that they can rap. 
I just think that their dialect stops people from understanding them. But I think they got bars. They get metaphors and everything else. Yeah. I I wouldn't say they're mumble rappers. There are mumble rappers, but I wouldn't say they are. Fair enough. Figgy, I know you heard the album. How you feel about it, man? I got through most of the album. I didn't hear the Cardi B joint. That Cardi B joint was hard. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. But um, I kind of got a a Jay-Z 444 vibe from this album. I um okay yeah this I I could kind of smell a new trend coming with rappers from Atlanta or just um trap I, I want to call them trap rappers but I kind of sense a new trend coming with Twenty One Savage releasing his latest album okay kind of you know actually rapping and venting a little bit kind of open I mean pulling being back transparent the, a little bit yeah pull it back the curtain. Not always talking about the same thing. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like venting now. So um, I can see more rappers doing this now, kind of giving you that 444 vibe. Okay. But as um, far as this album, I, th- I thought it was cool. I thought, you know, I-, I wouldn't say this was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I thought it was a cool album. I, I-, I like when people step outside of their Box, normal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear bad and bougie. 20 different times. Yes. So I I like to hear him, you know, vent about his kids and, you know, he mentioned his baby mother on how, you know, I think he mentioned how he thought his, the kid wasn't his at first. Yeah. Okay. And, the intro song. Yeah. So, you know, he was real open in his album. And, um, and then the other thing too, I think I mean, we talked about it last week. I felt like he, Using the Jay Z rollout, the the whole I cheated type of thing, right? And okay. let me benefit off of you know I need to. I think he realized he got Cardi B. Yeah, like let me benefit as much as I can off of this. And mm. I think uh, I think that's why his album was pushed back. His album was supposed to come out what December? No, yeah, around that whole time when the other ones dropped. Yeah, they were supposed to all drop. Yeah, they were all supposed to drop around the same time. Yeah, Yeah. because even then I was like, well, what are we gonna do? They just dropped Culture Two, and they're like, oh, do I really want to hear album from each individual? Yeah, I thought Cardi B tweeted like in December that his album was coming out or something like that. When did uh the Quavo album come out? Let me see. I'm trying to see. It was like March. Wait, no, October. I think okay. they all came so, out. So yeah, I think so they're supposed to be all. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think I think his team pushed his album back because of this. Because I don't think his album, that early album, sounded like this. I think they decided to go in a different direction, go in the four 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 direction, mm. and um, just use Cardi Juice. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want that sugar- makes sense though. Yeah, I want to sugarcoat it. Like, oh no, he wouldn't do anything like that. I mean, if I was in that position, I'd probably do the same thing. So he going out there saying, you know, I cheated. I'm not perfect. Blah blah blah, and you know, came out with this album. You forgive me, I love you, girl. Yeah, I love you, girl. I'm sorry, yeah. I disrespected you. Yeah, this was a real. You. This was a real personal album, and I could see a lot of other rappers doing this type of stuff. Doing doing making these this type type of content yeah i agree man i listened to pretty much the whole album um i i did think the the intro song itself was interesting uh bringing big rube back the guy who uh, was on all the outcast albums also did work with the uh, future too the preachy ass dude who's <laughs> on those skits yeah. i thought it was interesting bringing him in for father of four 
him talking about his kids that we never heard about, mm-hmm. you know, until the album cover came out. Yeah. I didn't know he had that <laughs> yeah. many kids. And that album that. cover looks terrible, too. It looks clearly <laughs> photoshopped and like they aren't even all there. But um, that was a good song, I thought. The J. Cole feature was good as well. Um, I'll, about the whole project, I'll say this. I w- even though I think Offset is the best rapper of the group, it wasn't like I was eagerly anticipating this album just because I think the group is better together. Yeah. But uh, I was excited when I saw it was going to be completely produced by Southside and Metro Boomin, who I think are a better collab production team than Solo, especially Southside. I think he is, uh, you know, contributes more. And when I hear a song that's only Metro Boomin is usually kind of missing something to me. Yeah. But uh, that being said, I was a little bit disappointed by the production. Mm. Like there was nothing I felt like was really, really hitting me. Mm. They're all kind of, and this goes to a broader point of maybe this sound is getting old now. You talked about this before, Figgy, and I said trap music is still here and it's still strong. But after hearing this album, after hearing all the stuff that's come out last year, hearing all the solo albums from the Migos, the 21 Savage album, all this stuff is, it's getting to a point where I kind of feel like that that sound is getting a little old. Now, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just, I got to hear it in a different context, but it didn't really hit me the way I was anticipating it to because I was a big fan of Metro Boomin and Southside, and I didn't think the production on this album was all that great. It was okay. There was good songs on there. The Cardi B song is great. Um, another note. CeeLo Green was featured was on a really song. I shocked at that. Yes. Yeah. We need CeeLo Green to come back to music. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. He served his time in Twitter jail. for, <laughs> And that's an annoying thing about him. He keeps getting on social media and saying stupid shit and yeah. getting canceled. But CeeLo Green is probably one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That Knowles Barkley project was incredible to me. Yeah. And this song just reminded me that I want to hear. He's so underrated. Yes, man. he is. Underappreciated. People forget he was around when Biggie was around. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A lot Dungeon of- Family, all that stuff, man. That was yeah. 1995, 96, all that. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to hear him back on a full project yeah. or at least doing more features. I thought he sounded great in that. Yeah. Um, I don't think Offset is great at doing hooks. A lot of these songs are just Offset himself, oh. and there was no bad and bougie type catchy ass hook on them. I didn't yeah. think he was great, but that being said, I think it is clear now that Offset is the best rapper mm-hmm. of the group after this album dropped because he is riding these beats, he's switching up the flow, clever metaphors, clever punchlines in there. The technicality of his rapping is underrated because they call him mumble rap, mumble rappers, but he, you could tell, has mastered the flow more so than any other Migo. Mm. And I noticed yeah. that, especially early on this album. Uh, other notes, I like the I like the Cardi B song, uh, the Gucci Mane feature. <laughs> we have to have an honest conversation about Gucci Mane now. Uh oh. Okay. This verse was probably the worst Gucci Mane verse I've ever heard. And if y'all hear it, y'all will probably agree. And I listen to a lot of Gucci. I've heard high, fucked up Gucci slurring his words, real bad Gucci. I think this is the weakest verse I've ever heard Gucci spit. And Gucci Mane, I'm glad he's gotten his life together. I really am. (laughs) But... 
I'm no longer, not only am I not looking forward to any of its projects, I actively go past them and skip them now. I don't even, if it comes up, I'll probably just skip it if it's on a random playlist on something I haven't heard before. And see the trap version, the Eminem? <sighs> That's yes. funny because he just oh dissed Eminem. Did he? He I'm did. So over that. In the song? No, or, uh, or on an interview. Okay. He was talking about um, some radio DJ said that uh, uh, Eminem was one of the greatest MCs or something. And uh, uh, Gucci Mane was like, oh, you bump Eminem in your car? Really? <laughs> your old lady? Y'all just listening to Eminem? <laughs> but uh, uh, Gucci, I don't know what happened to him. Well, I know what happened to him. He got his life right. He's correct. He's not on drugs no more. I thought but he was a clone. He might be. <laughs> he might be because his rapping, he clearly don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, He doesn't. And I'm glad he has his life together. I'm glad he's succeeding in what he wants to do. But musically, I think he's washed. He's done. And I, I will probably skip any other Gucci Mane features I see on other albums I actually listen to. What was your- So Gucci Mane is washed. I think yeah. he is. Sadly. Okay. Sadly. Oh, what was your last um, favorite Gucci mixtape slash album? <sighs> because I, I kind of jumped off the Gucci bandwagon a long time ago. I don't know. His stuff got a little too poppy. Look, yeah. Yeah, I kind of jumped off the bandwagon a minute ago. He had like three mixtapes that came out before he went to jail called like World War Three, Gas, Ecstasy, and Coke or something. I like those projects. Um, That was probably the last I liked of What him. was your fa- last favorite, though? Oh, man. <sighs> probably the... Uh, the life of Roderick Davis, whatever that was called, uh, the the one where he was the one with lemonade on it. Okay, where he was on like in a prison suit on the cover. Yeah, I yeah. what it's called. Okay. But Redrick, that was yeah. I think that was his best overall project. Roderick Davis, whatever Redrick. it's called. Redrick. Redrick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my favorite Gucci Mane overall project. Your probably. last one. Or, yeah, okay. the last last one I really liked. Okay. Yeah, I think my last one, the one that I really bumped a lot was. Um, I want to say it was a mixtape writing on the wall. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, I forgot that it was DJ something. Um, drama? No, nah, it wasn't drama. Drama Kings. DJ, I, I think it might have been DJ Holiday. Oh, okay. DJ but, Holiday. Okay. Yeah, but writing on the wall, that to me, that was a good one. That was kind of some classic Gucci. But, um, yeah, I think he had the first day out song. Yeah. I started off my day. Oh, yeah. With that song was hard, Bird. too. Yeah. That, that, that was a... Damn good mixtape. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the state versus Radrick Davis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I like that album a lot. Yeah. yeah. But since then, man, I kind of was like, uh, I, I re- he first of all, he was flooding us with too much music. Yes. I, I really couldn't keep up. And um, after a while, everything started sounding the same. He started slurring way more. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that hungry Gucci early on. So, yeah, I kind of, you know, I mean, I wasn't saying he was whack, but. Yeah, I, would, I guess I it was, it was too much. Yeah, it was, was too much. Yeah, if I if I had nothing to do, I would check out his music or his latest album or whatever. But I would I, I would skip right past this shit. Yeah, it's not the same. I agree. Um, my final words on the Offset album. Um, this pretty much confirms to me that the entire Cardi B breakup and makeup was a PR stunt. Mm. Honestly. Because he has a song in which he plays his apology that he did on Instagram at the beginning. 
and the entire song is about how he messed up and, and wants to get Cardi back and loves her and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I gave them the benefit of the doubt because I didn't think they were the types to fake shit. But now as more and more gets unveiled, I'm like, okay, this is why you delayed your album. Yeah. This is why you waited to get all this stuff together because you wanted the storyline for your album. Because what else was Offset going to talk about on this album, honestly? Mm-hmm. He's a mystery to most of us. We don't know what we the fuck he's been. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing we know about him is that he cheated on Cardi B and apologized for it, honestly. And he has four kids. Yeah. So I think this was something to prop up th- his notoriety in social media going into his album and I just see it as a whole kind of scam now. I'm like, okay, I'm over it. So he did do that and it came out, it came across as kind of corny to me, but you know, whatever it gave him some depth, I guess. And people who are going through that with women who are taking you back after cheating, which you know, a lot of you women have. Yes, uh, we do all the time. <laughs> I mean, I just read a report like uh, women in Houston outnumber men sixteen to one. Damn. Yeah. Wait, wait really? Yeah. So it's like how many of them find? So though? that's what why we're sitting up here accepting, you know, relationships with no commitment, accepting men who yeah. cheat, accepting men who disrespect us because we have to. <laughs> mm. Are we gonna be single? <laughs> I think, well, the thing about cheating, I think women make it a big, bigger deal than it is. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. I agree. I don't believe in cheating. Okay. <laughs> have you ever taken somebody back who cheated? Yep, I have. Okay. Do you regret it? Um, no. Okay. So what was the context? What do you mean? Like, how, how did he cheat and how did you take him back? How did you find well, out? Well, so the thing is, I said, I said, I don't believe in cheating. I feel like it's more of a betrayal type of thing. But, like, okay. we're not married, so you can't cheat on me. Mm, okay. It's just the I fact like that. that you broke your word to me. Like, if you say you're not going to mess with anybody else, it's like a lie. You lie. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a lie. It's like a betrayal. What if he said, I, I, I will try my best not to? I mean, then that's <laughs> honest. Okay. That's honest. Mm-hmm. So, at least I know what the situation you know is. know what you can do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I don't feel like... Like cheating when you're not, I don't feel like cheating is this when you're not married to somebody. Okay, I like that mindset. I mean, that's just me. I feel like it's false, false ex- expectations that we put on each other, like unnecessarily. So how did you find out he cheated? Um, the girl started calling my phone. Oh, shit. oh that's yeah, oh, yeah. She started hitting me up, and you know, so he was being loose. He was being let let sloppy. Yeah, Damn. sloppy. Yeah. That's the word. So that was even more like. The thing is like, really? Mm-hmm. Are you over here telling people they they know about me to but I wanna be number two and I went like it's just crazy. It's nuts. And and how'd you get past that with him? Um I put him on punishment. I put him on like timeout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and then of course, you know, no it's pussy like, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but then it's like, you know, you want to believe in a person like, oh, I'm changed. And then you believe they changed overnight. Love girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You disrespect right. Me. It's not nothing, you know, but also it's like my ex is Jamaican. So they already have like a, an idea. Like this is again, roles, you know, well, this is how I'm going to be. This is how my dad was. And it's like something not telling other people to accept. But if you know how a person is, you kind of like, yeah, yeah. 
the woman is here for the man <laughs> <laughs> and the man only exactly like you know you can't do it but i can and that's conversations that we used to have and it'd be like i thought over time say our love and our intimacy not like a sexual intimacy but just intimacy being closed would make that make him not want to hurt me in that way because mm-hmm. he knows like that bothers me but you know it didn't so but i don't regret you know because it's something that i had to go through okay yeah now would you do it again which which part if of somebody it? cheated would you take him back I feel like depending it, on it, the context. Yeah, I feel like it okay. all depends on the situation. Like if you know, because people are people. Okay. So it's like, and then yeah. I also feel we this all is, make mistakes. That, no, but I don't even think it's like mistake per se. I just think it's like you're telling me what I want to hear mm-hmm. because this is what you think. You know, you need to tell me to keep me in a certain place, but you know who you are. You know what I mean? So if you're, cause I, that's why I said, I don't really believe in cheating type of stuff, but, um, you know, if you make a commitment and you say something, I, I, I expect you to be a man about your word. Okay. Yeah. That, that's just where I am. With so it. if he cheated, but then he came out and said, you know what? I messed up. I'm sorry. If he admitted it to you, mm-hmm. would you be more understanding and be like, eh, all right. You, you know, I, I think that I definitely would be more understanding and I would have a greater respect, but still I wouldn't want to know. Okay. Just honestly, I would, I don't want to know because okay. it's not something that I'd rather, you know, I, I just rather not deal with that. About it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do respect the honesty. Like if you really, I would rather you be honest with me than me find out later. You know what I mean? Like, just rip the Band-Aid off and tell me now so we can figure out where we stand at. Because maybe, oh, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, I think that it takes a higher level of, like, self-righteousness or self-awareness, like, to not cheat or what they people say cheat. I feel like, you know, most men, this is what I believe, most men, it's not innate in men to be with one person. That's what I believe. So when they be like, oh, so you think, because we always. We, me and my girlfriend's always getting this talking like, you know, I'm the one like, well, you think it's OK to be with a man. And it's like, no, I don't think it's OK. I don't think you should settle for someone to cheat on you. But I think you should have an understanding of like human nature. And if you're not super religious or if you're not like, oh, then you're don't kind of your judgment is different. You know what is acceptable to use different. And then it takes stronger will to resist certain things and as a man i just feel like it's different things going on where women were kind of like nurturers like and we just operate differently you know i that's my my beliefs yeah she over here preaching man what <laughs> i like him now no, usually, usually we have people on that say you cheat the first time oh yes. no it's over yes and it's hard to do to me i don't care what nobody say if you love somebody yeah. or have at least interest in somebody, it's hard to just yeah. You can't you know, just cut the end it. Yeah, you, I mean you you can't, you can't cut the cord off can't. of a mistake mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's a mistake. Right. I mean, it's a you know. Now, if the guys just you character. know don't care, right? If and you, yeah. you know ain't nothing there, then that's different. Yeah, then you're being stupid or whatever. Yeah, you but, know, but I can't. I just why I was telling my friends. So you're telling me. You're married for 30 something years and you're mm. you really think your husband's never been with nobody else but you. Do you mm. really think that? Do you really really truly think that? Like I don't think that. And it's not saying that all men cheat or whatever, but I just feel like 
take the word cheat out of it and and we're animals we're like have this type of in our nature you know what i'm saying so most mammals like it's just yeah. that's just nature I get like you. we find people attractive yeah you know, exactly and you have to have a higher level of discipline like or be super religious or super you know like oh to this type of moral code or whatever and most people just you know what i'm saying like it's just not the case like when it comes down to like your desire yeah it's like chris rock said a man is only as faithful as his options and if he has pussy just fall into his lap Nine <laughs> times out of ten, he won't say no. Right. Even if you're married, in a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So, yeah. I think we've had every type of female perspective possible on this podcast now. Because we've had women who are so far against cheating and anything like that. They're like, if you even look at a girl, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And we have the more understanding types who understand how men are. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. I just that. feel like I would it's love to human. Do a podcast with all of it's them. just yep. like human oh, man, nature, you know. I just feel like it's human stuff. Like certain things, I'm against. Like, I don't like my dude. I don't want him like pouring, you know, drinks for other females. Yeah, I think that's like not acceptable. Like, don't put yourself in situations that allow a bitch to get Something close to, to you yeah. and her feel like she got. You know, what I'm saying some closeness with you. You can like, fuck her, but don't take her out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> don't be whispering don't in her ear yeah. you know? won't believe how, how many women will be upset about that that's true like you could look at a girl you could flirt but if you buy the bitch some food yes like what <laughs> women are serious about being taken yeah. out to eat they don't like their they food mind, money being they don't spent. mind other dudes spending money on them yes. right. food but that's when, right when your dudes spend money mm-hmm. cause that means something cause it's like why are you doing that what you doing that for yep. you know what I'm saying what's the reason what you doing? Yeah. I agree. All right. That's interesting. <laughs> so men and any man listening in a, in a Houston area, just know that Kim, <laughs> her DMs are open if you're not creepy. And she it's will not take a you, lot of women like yes, this. She's a very rare breed. She will take you back if you cheat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't believe in cheating. Yes, she won't even call it cheating, so they yeah. even say it. Experiment. Yes. Just, just getting just sowing your royal oats. <laughs> I, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Nah, no, you, I, understand. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. It, it is hard to make women see that viewpoint, honestly. The fact because a lot of women feel like um sex is we attach we don't attach love to sex right necessarily where women usually do right because it's more i guess personal for them whereas us is just a nut honestly a lot of times right now you can get sprung off of it if you're Mm. a man right but generally we can hit it and then forget it or quit it whereas women they don't they can't understand that mentality they think if you have sex with somebody else that means you love them yeah. And you betrayed them when it's more so like eh, it was there. She was there. Yeah. Exactly. You were out of town or something. I was out of town. <laughs> I was drunk. Shit happens. So <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not speaking right. from experience. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Exactly. So um, I think that's a good place to wrap up the podcast. Now we've been going for a little bit. Yeah. So what we usually do at this time, we plug our socials, any personal projects, et cetera, et cetera. And let people know what you got going on. We'll start <laughs> with you, Figgy man. What's up? Um, I ain't got nothing much going on. We, um, I know we, we had a meeting about it. We working on the rebrand of the ESG and rocket show. Yes. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, 
Other, otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Figgy Fig. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, subscribe to the podcast too, Gems yes. and Juice, on um, Spotify. We on yes. Spotify now. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud. Yes, yes, and follow the podcast at Gems and Juice. Yes, so G E M S. And if they're juice. listening to this podcast, they know how to spell it. I think. No, I just, yeah, I just <laughs> made, no. Everybody always like, oh, J I M S. Yes. So gems, like drop them gems. Yes. yes. And also check us out on Facebook. We did a little quick Facebook live uh, before the show. Um, I, it, it should already be posted now because it automatically yeah. posts when we're done. So check it out. Me and Figgy got into some funny conversations. So check it out on Facebook. Yeah. Kim, what you got going on, girl? Okay, so thank you guys for having me here with you too. Yes, it was lots of fun. Time went by so quick. Um, so you could follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Periscope, Snapchat. Don't follow me on Snapchat because it gets a little bit. No personal. It gets a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> follow <laughs> her on Snapchat. <laughs> Let me write that no. down. Okay. So it's um, Kim So Major, K I M S O M A J O R. And um, what I got going on? Oh, I'm working with OTB Fastlane, so I don't know if y'all heard of him, but um, he has this hot song, Dog Ass, that we're pushing. And um, yeah, and Hip Hop Weekly Magazine, make sure you follow that on Instagram and Twitter. It's Hip Hop Weekly Magazine. Yes. Okay. And hit her up for the secret uh, sex club in Houston. Right. She'll let you know what's <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hit secret, me up for that. It's over. It's not that far from here, in. actually. A word? Yeah. It's, they it's, open you know, now? What's the name of it? Yeah. yeah I don't you? know that. Okay. I, yeah. We'll talk about it off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, as far as I go, you can find me on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket with two T's. Instagram, Ryan.Rocket. As Figgy said, we are uh, uh, rebranding the ESG and Rocket Show. It will probably not be called the ESG and Rocket Show anymore. We are working on a complete rebrand. Um, broke up with the people we were affiliated with before, and now it's going to be even better. Honestly, trust me. We're working <laughs> on bigger and better things, so check out for that. Um, like I said, uh, stay tuned on Facebook. I think we're going to keep doing the uh, the pre-show because yeah. I like that little format. Um, so check that out. Uh, Gems and Juice podcast. As Figgy said, follow us on all platforms. Follow Jasmine. She couldn't be here today. Check her out at Chitty Chitty Bass. I'm not going to spell it for you. Good luck. People should know where to yes. find her. Yeah. Yes. Y'all know where Jasmine is. Uh, check out everything we got going on. You know how it goes. And is there anything else I'm missing or forgetting? Uh, that's it. All right. Then for my boy Figgy and for the lovely and talented Kim So Major. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Ryan Rocket, and this is the Gems and Juice Podcast, y'all. Thanks for coming.